0: the coach a b show with my main man darnell smith aka big smitty
1: i'm gonna bring some light to the darkness man i'm gonna light it up in this mug man so I'm, I'm ready it's gonna be fire and ice uh even though you got you bring that heat as well you might be that
0: ice that cool me down a little bit play the ball state You've been at Fox Sports with great people around you. You've had Lil Wayne on your show. I respect, I respect the hell out of you. to see that you're doing what you're doing and still doing what you're doing. For real, the way you do it, man. You from day
1: one, you had the same enthusiasm. You keep the same enthusiasm, and it's fucking contagious.
0: We're about to give them this, uh, this fire and ice. The Coach A.B. Show with Big Smitty. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach J.B. here for the Coach J.B. Show with Big Smitty. We got a proud new sponsor of the Coach J.B. Show with Big Smitty, and that is Blue Chew. BlueChew.com is a proud new sponsor of this episode, and this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Summer is around the corner. Do you want to bring the heat in the bedroom? Now you can. Increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. The best part, you ask, it's all online, done online. So there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at a pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made right here in the U.S. of A. and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a very discreet package. Does it work, you ask? Don't think you need it, you say. Try it for free for a month and see. You're going to love it. The women will love it. You could be missing out on the best sex of your life. With Bluetooth, men everywhere are excited to see the postman. Because when your package has arrived, (laughs) your package has arrived. They always say first impressions are important. What about lasting ones? They say there's nothing sexier than confidence. And Bluetooth can help give you confidence where it counts. Bluetooth wants to help you have sex better than ever. Discover your options at Bluetooth.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners today. Everybody watching the show, try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code, JBShow, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Bluetooth.com, promo code JBShow, to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the new Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and this podcast. Appreciate you. Peace. Look, I changed my shirt for all you dicks out there who thought that was live. What up, what up, what up? Now we're live. It's the real Coach JB and my main man, Big Smitty,
1: joining us. Ah! Get your Blue Chew. What's going on, JB? Hey, you need Blue Chew, dog? You're only 30 years old. Hey man, they, they, they say that blue chew can help you even even if you're not lacking. They say it can still help you. So I'm like, hey, you might hey, try it out. They, if this motherfucker's pain, I'm ready. I I I'll walk around with the motherfucker rock hard all day. Yep, you know what I mean. Why not, huh? What I ain't got nothing to hide. You seen you seen my hand. So now if you 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 probably need like a couple blue. You probably need like a whole pack of Bluetooth to get to get you right. You know, you you an older man, so
0: it's yeah. Lovely. Man, we got a lot to break into today. This show is brought to you by bluechew.com. Use the <laughs> homo code JV show. Go check it out. Also, we got a lot of new members today. Appreciate you all. Shout out. Everybody pound that like. Put, turn on your bell notification so you know when we're live and when we pull a show up. Because today we'll have a daily rant pop up today later on. Um a lot going on. Appreciate everybody in here. Make sure if you're not a member, become one. And we got some new Discord members yesterday. Shout out to all you guys. Yes, yes. And uh, everybody who ordered a book or a poster, some went out Friday, some went out yesterday, some will go out today. So just stay patient. I appreciate you. We ran out of books. We had to get new books, so they're here now. So we're shipping them out. So appreciate everybody. Listening. Uh Big smitty this show is uh also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Mm-hmm. Use the promo code believe B-L-E-A-V and Bet Online where the game starts. There's not a lot going on right now, but we do have some UFC, some boxing out uh, every weekend. You also have a USFL championship game this weekend. You can bet on. Plus, baseball is in full swing, of course, as we get closer and closer to the All-Star game. Uh
1: are yes, We here. How you feeling right now, JB? I feel like your energy's up. It's Talk That Talk Tuesday. You yeah. know, we got Steve Kim jumping on later. I think our main man, Matt, gonna be able to jump on as well. So we got we got a packed show. We got a loaded show.
0: We do. We got a loaded show, man. We got a lot going on. My computer crashed literally about 10 minutes before. So I had everything up and running from last night. So all my shit was uploaded. Video pictures I wanted to show. Yeah, and I was I was uploading something, dog, and shit just fucking shut down the whole thing.
1: What you do, JB?
0: I don't know. So now I I had to start all over. So it's all
1: good, man. It's all good, Uh, man. Somebody have to get you. Somebody have to get
0: you. Hey, update. I was supposed to fast yesterday, and then I was like, dog, all that food from cook from cooking that day. I said I'm just gonna waste it. I can't give it to Ashton. They can't. He can't have that shit right now. I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, dog, I got to cook some shit I had sitting in there that I needed to cook. So I'm like, I'm going to start it up. So, I, so I'm so i going to go Wednesday through Saturday. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go Wednesday tomorrow, so not today either. I got too much food, dog. I'm just going to be straight waste.
1: I was thinking that, man, like, when you said you wanted to fast for five days, I'm like, damn, like, you're going to just throw away all that food that, that, that you cooked and threw down? Yeah, like, I would dinner and say, wait till Thursday, Thursday through Saturday. Like, at least get some a wait till next week. <laughs> hey, every day you'll come on the show like, you know what? I'm going to push it back. I, to, uh.
0: man, I might have to wait till next week. I mean, I'm saying uh, it, it makes no sense. I ain't in no rush to do it. I could do it any day. So I'm like, fuck, why would I waste all that goddamn food? Um thinking about taking some and just dropping it off up here on the corner too there's a gang of homeless up here i might just drop some off today yeah um, that would be dope too
1: i grew okay. you couldn't waste
0: nothing hey man i don't know what the fuck he got man he's got a bad stomach virus man uh they told me it could take a week or so man it's bad so i don't know we'll see he's eating the shit a little bit he's eating and he's better he's not throwing up he's still shitting out straight water fluid but He's not as energetic as normal, but I don't know, man. He got a bad bug, dog, whatever it is. Uh, appreciate all the love. Everybody here sending big ash. Uh, he'll fight through it. Um, he, will, he just he fucked up right now, dog. Motherfucker got some bad shit on him. Um, somebody in the chat said something about, I had a bad take about Kobe and Shaq. See, see, Grant Marino has no clue about real you know, analytics and how sports really work. <laughs> like, <laughs> He said that every all the attention was on Shaq, so no shit, Kobe bald. Big Smitty, I don't even. I I'm not even gonna respond. Don't waste your
1: time on that, man.
0: That might be the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life of anyone in sports history's take.
1: <laughs> that, that, that that just one of them lazy takes that shows that you ain't really you, you wasn't really watching the game. Nah, you didn't really yeah, go yeah. back.
0: He, he wanted to just respond to feel relevant. Right, right. Hopefully, we'll respond. But you know me, I I'm gonna respond to everybody I can.
1: Um, don't hey, don't be quick, don't be too quick, quick to block though, because your you, you, your blocking finger been a little too quick lately. I'm you right, know RC, what I'm saying?
0: Is he back in the show? Did did we get him back?
1: I don't know, man. Let us know. Is Brian back? Did we free Brian?
0: Yeah, should, I, don't I, don't see know. Him, I don't know how to do that shit. Uh I don't know you if we Eric- working
1: hard to get him back uh, in yesterday. Huh? I, said, I, I know you was working hard to get him trying to get him back into the uh you know to the chat yesterday. We were talking in the Discord, trying to figure out everything. So I don't know, yeah. man.
0: I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh yeah, I gotta chill on the blocking. I like blocking people though, uh, especially the dick rider and trolls. You know what I mean? The ones that I know yeah. that just made up 17 accounts today. It's impressive that you can make that many accounts, though. It really is, though. Like, and
1: and the thing is like a different name and like.
0: Yeah, like that means you got to have it like ready, right? Like, I am yeah. I I couldn't make one account right now if you paid me a lot of money.
1: Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Like, look. I don't think so, dog. Dick 95.
0: No way I could make one that fast. If you block me right now, there's no way that I would know how to make an account and pop back up on there that fast.
1: I'm about to block you right now. <laughs> There's no way you could do it. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. It is pretty. I think they then got like multiple tabs pulled up or two computers lined up to where if you block them on one, they already get the login right there. It's ready to go. Because yesterday, it was the same person made like three accounts. You know, uh, JB is trans, Smitty is trans, and it was. Uh, uh, something like it was going back to back to back, and I know it was the same person, so man, I mean, it must be a computer genius or something back there who's hating on it. So, pretty impressive, man. But, JB, I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm excited to hear more about what that thumbnail read. I know people were, 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 were you know, hitting me up and excited to hear on the thumbnail about just kind of the, the real story behind you and uh, who's it, Coach Sims, y'all, y'all little beef or issue. I know people saw what they saw and heard some a little bit of stories on Last Chance U, but it's no one has ever heard from the direct source himself into depth of of what really went down and what led to it. So I'm trying to dive into that, JB. Like what what's the issue? What why are you and Coach Sims not on the same page? Did y'all really get into a fire? I have so many questions.
0: I had some I had these uh I had these clips too, man, and I don't know what happened to them. My fucking computer crashed, dog. Like, I have no idea where they are. Fucking. I hate technology, dog. Like, I you want to see a cat lose his shit faster than anything? It's this shit right here. Cause I don't know where the videos are now. Like I had them all fucking in here and now they're gone. But I know this much. I'm riding into Talk That Talk Tuesday like this motherfucker. Four,
2: three, two. One
1: zero <laughs> and
0: first, <laughs> now they hyped that motherfucker up so fucking bad too. I'm like, God damn, what the hell
1: happened to him? Hey, they did a, um, co- they did a countdown and everything. Ten. Now you guys ready? If
0: man. you're ready,
2: say yeah.
0: I'm like, damn. Hey, Derek, did we get uh, B-Mart back in the fucking Discord or back in here? I don't know what happened. I'm trying to find these videos, dog. I have no idea what happened to them because I had them. I had them sitting right here. I don't know what. Now they're not even on my computer. Well, they? Hold on. Shit, let me try to find Let me try to see if I got them real quick because I know I had them yesterday in here. Now they, I can't they find They should still
1: them. be on your email at least, man.
0: Yeah, I would think. Um, see, I can't. I got too many videos. They say, "Up," uh, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, before we get to that, though, I know you had something. And we're gonna get to that. We got all day. We got a lot of shit to talk about, but I know oh, we're gonna okay. get into this. There's a deal. I got a video. I'm gonna show Everybody's Seen the video of uh, the second season, I think, where everyone sends me that. By the way, there's like thirty million There's a thirty million viewed clip on TikTok mm. of that clip, but yet. How, how So, how can they show that? And I can't.
1: So, oh, tick, oh.
0: Out there It's real shit. They have a clip out there of a Last Chance You clip. So, I posted one, the original one, like the one from Netflix that I had that they sent me in my phone that's copyrighted. Right. That I own. That's mine. Like I shared that motherfucker on TikTok, dog, because I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers making money on it and I can't even share it. So, I share it. They take mine down. What? Oh, they take my shit down and they
1: let some slapdick have his out there with 20 million views. Let me ask you this. Did the, the, the slapdick with the 20 million, 30 million views? What did, was it a recording of the show from his phone? Or did he have the actual video clip? Because like that might it might make more sense for you to like screen record the actual video and upload it, and that might work versus just uploading the actual real foul of, of the of the clip you know what i'm saying
0: I, yeah i don't know i don't know dog it, either way though i got the original one that i'm allowed to share like that's what i don't understand like, that's how much bullshit it is that's why tiktok you know suspends me every day you know what i mean um Damn. i don't know hey by the way green fire right here you gotta check it out green fire that he makes he has a sauce out that shits fire he has his own sauce much love to green fire he's got his own sauce. Um so look, bottom line is, I don't know if you know, but I'm going to I'm going to actually do this shit. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm going to make this, I'm going to build this shit up. I'm going to watch episode by episode. I might hire like a crew to film me and shit to do it. Mm. And I'm going to do episode by episode. And uh the thing about it is, dog, like they understand that I used to so I I've known Sims forever, so all right? So we 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 were we were real close for a long time. And I always saved him, noticing that he did some things. He had some bitch-ass tendencies with uh, get with him. He's a great recruiter. Uh, he's a great manager. He's a micromanager, but he's a great manager, and sh- he's very, very organized. He's not a very good football coach, He's he's, but he's a very good organizer of people, of time, of... He's like a put it this way he had a division one job at Indiana so he coached at Indiana as a analytic guy he was a DFO director of football operations for Kevin Wilson then he was the receiver coach at FAU um for a Pelini Carl Pelini so like the guy is very, very organized, structured, etc. The thing is about it is he doesn't know how to talk to people whatsoever. He has no type of, he's not really in tune with the times, so to speak. He's from St. Louis, but he he had a little time out in Cali at the JUCO out here years ago. So we knew each other from years back. So we spent time in titty bars together. We spend time all over the place together. Like we've always, but I've always saved his motherfucking ass by saying dumb shit to the wrong folks. Right. And he said the wrong shit to me at garden city, uh, too many times. And that was it. He, we had a lot of young coaches. He used to tell them whatever, and they would take it, but he knew not to ever, I think cross me on that regard, but he did one day. And I was like, dog. So I pinned his ass against the wall the first time. Never really. That was when I was at garden city coaches broke it up. It was what it is. I actually packed my shit up ready to go. Like, I'm out. You can fire me or I'm leaving. Right. Uh, and he was—he begged me to stay because all the players there were mine. Carlos Thompson I had at Garden City at the time. Uh, Kevin Olsen, who's Greg Olsen's little brother at quarterback. Mm. J. Rue Campbell, one of the best quarterbacks in America out of Michigan, who was at Michigan State, who, who, who got into a lot of trouble that I saved. I saved the kid. Now I think he's back in trouble. But I got him on parole, off parole. I got him on probation. I did it. Wrote of letters. Jairu was one of my my favorite kids in the world, by the way. And uh, so there was a lot of things about it. So I, I had a whole – about 120 kids on that roster that the next year won the national title when I left. Mm. So they they won the Natty with my kids. So when I left um, – so, so, so that so I stayed. So I stayed after that first incident at Garden. I right. stayed another four months or whatever. He finally let me left me alone. I started to run the offense, and then one morning he tells me he cut Kevin Olson. See, this is not in any of the stories. He told me I'm gonna cut Kevin Olson. I go, you're gonna cut the best quarterback in America. I'm gonna bring Kevin Olson on the show. By the way, uh, that's Greg Olson, Hall of Fame tight ends, little brother. Played at Miami, actually, was at Miami, got kicked out of Miami. I got him to Garden City, and then I brought him out here to Cali, to Riverside, with Carlos Thompson. But anyway, uh, I'm going to get him on the show. I'm like, you're going to cut him and not tell me? The reason I found out, doll, this is a behind-the-scenes shit I should save, but Mm. I'm getting text messaged, like, by all my boys in Cali. All head coaches, head coach at Mount Sack, head coach at El Camino, head coach at fucking West LA, head coach at Fullerton. JB, you cut Kevin Olson? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and and so I'm right across from Sims eating breakfast. And uh all the coaches are at this coach's table. And I'm like, hey dog, why am I getting messaged? Why am I getting blown up right now from all my boys in Cali that Kevin Olson was cut? And Sims kind of, like, looked down and was, like, mm. kind of embarrassed. Like, well, I got to do what's right. I, I I cut him. I go, you cut him? Have you told him that? Because the kid is in the fucking cafeteria eating. Oh, man. And I go, have you told fucking the kid that I fucking recruited on, along with every other fucking kid on this roster? So I'm kind of hot, dog. And I'm like. Listen, there's a there's there's shit that's foul in this business that you have to do, but you don't do it that way.
1: Right.
0: You don't send me and tell me to go fucking sell this kid a pipe dream, get the kid signed, bring the kid, fucking get him to stay because he wanted to leave every fucking day and he'll tell his story. And and then I'm keeping him there, build a relationship with his brother, his dad, his mom, great family. His dad's all time winning his coach in New Jersey state history, by the way. And I'm like, This motherfucker started piping off, homie. I I lost my shit. That was the last day for me. I flipped the table up on his bitch ass. I grabbed the motherfucker. I was dragging his bitch around the fucking ground in the cafeteria. Carlos and all them came and broke it up. And most of the team had already left. So there wasn't too many cats still in there eating. They already went to class. And uh, so this is 2015, dog. Mm. This is when there was a thing called World Hip Hop World Star or some shit
1: like yeah, that. Yeah, it's still, it's still on. World Star is still. Okay. Yeah. So so some so
0: one of my tight ends that from Cali, actually, USC. I don't know if you remember um one of the biggest best tight ends in America that I brought out to Cali or to Kansas. Bryce, after he got kicked out of SC, he fucking he records that bitch and puts it on that thing. Um. And I didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was. And then uh Fucking uh, I tell him, I go, motherfucker, get that shit off there. So he got it off there in time before it became big. But Netflix, I know for a fact, was looking for that video on World Star, whatever. Yeah. Luckily he took it out. Um, yeah. so, like, so look, there's the cold part about it that I'll tell later though. So Sims had a meeting with the players at three o'clock, and I had this apartment that I that they got me. I got this apartment, it was a brand new apartment, like off campus, obviously. So I'm sitting there packing my shit like, I'm out of this motherfucker. Because I'm cussing his ass. I still want more of this motherfucker. I was ready to, man. So I, you know, I was like, fuck, I was having to try to cold myself down. I'm like, you bitch-ass motherfucker. So I just went off on him. Anyway, that was it, right? And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course, he's talking to shit when 30 people in front of him. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, bitch. You already know the deal. So I'm at the house packing my shit, dog. Like, I'm getting this. So, so. Dog, I'm getting blown up by the president of the college. This is a true story. President of the college calls my phone, who I know. I knew the guy. I knew everybody because they knew who I was. They knew I brought players in there. Right. The AD at the time is now the president at Garden City, who's a good friend of mine still to this day. Mm. He calls me, JB, just come to the office. So before when I walk out my door, homie, there's 200 cats in my fucking front yard.
1: You are you lying? The whole Two-
0: thing is in in my parking lot of my in front of my front door and they're like, "Coach, we ain't going to no meeting. We're following you." And I'm like, "Dog, I cannot take 200 of y'all motherfuckers in a U-Haul." Right. I don't have nowhere to go number 1. I don't have a job right now. I said I'm leaving. I said I said, "Listen, homie, you y'all go to the meeting." I made those players go to his meeting just out of straight up. This is your guys's future. There's nowhere you can go anyway, right. so you, you guys are fucked. You're on scholarship. You got. So I had a conversation with 200 cats in a parking lot. I had them take a knee, and I'm having a conversation with them on a gra- on an asphalt parking lot because there's no way they all fit in my fucking apartment, and. I had to have a cup of Jesus with him, like dog. Shit happens. We're grown men. Shit happens in this business. You can't look at anything that just happened and, and have a deterrent against this guy. I'm trying to save this guy's job because it could get real ugly. Right. Here's the flip side, and I'll, and we'll move on after this. I go. President calls me. I go up to the office. I tell my players, stay right there, because the uh, the school is like two seconds away. I drive us right to the president's office. Walk in there. I'm thinking Sims is gonna be in there like a bitch. He wasn't in there. They called me without him knowing. I walk in there, they go, What do we got to do to keep you? I go, There's nothing you could do. You got a bitch made ass head coach. You guys chose to hire. By the way, Sims and I were the finalists for the head job there.
1: Mm, so it already started off a little, a little, you know, a little yeah, shaky. He was my boy. So we
0: was he was <laughs> like, dog, if I get it, I'll make you the OC. If you get okay. it, make and I'm like, all right, cool.
1: Got you, got you, got you.
0: Here's the cold part though. I walk in, sit down with him and the AD who's now the president, the 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 the, the president at the time. This is a deep story. He, he's like a fucking pedo weirdo fuck. What? Yeah, come to find out like a year and a half later when I was at Indy, he got fired for fucking with a softball girl. Oh, so, man.
2: hell.
1: So
0: no. The AD now is now the president. The AD then is now the president, good dude named Ryan. We walk in, dog. I walk in here and they're like, "Look, what do we got to do?" I goes, "Nothing you can do." But I, this is what I do want. This saved my life, dog. And I'm, I'm glad. I even had lawyers tell me that you did some shit lawyers would do. I go, no, nah, I did shit that a street motherfucker would do. Mm. And they were like, damn. I said, I want a letter signed by you right now, a letter of recommendation. And I want it now before I leave or I take every one of these players with me. Mm. I said, but listen, I'm still taking
1: 10 of them. Regardless, right.
0: Regardless. <laughs> and they're like, J.B., I'll, so they're trying to keep me to stay. It was like 30-minute conversation. I said, I'm not staying. I'm out because I'll just choke the fuck out on the field one day. It's going to be even worse than it is in the cafeteria. So I said, it's, it is it is what it is. It's time to part ways, but I'll let you keep your players, my players. Right. Uh, But I want a letter of recommendation so I don't get blackballed later by some – Hiring party, an AD or somebody. So I said, "All right." So they said, "Wrote me a letter, had typed it out, dogs." Both signed it, the president and the AD. I still have it to this day. No ill will. There was no issue. Like they know, because they know. Also, I still took Kevin Olson, Carlos Thompson, on Parker. uh I took all these cats with me, and I brought them out here to Riverside to a friend of mine at the time, and. Uh, and they, they played there for the year. And then Carlos' ass ended up owing money, couldn't play. So so a couple months later, I get hired as the head coach at Independence, mm. and I bring Carlos' ass right back to Kansas. Damn. So there's you like said, a lot of You said that. Carlos
1: everywhere, boy. You had him around the, yeah, around the country. Just, right?
0: So now Carlos is back out here and shit. But, yeah, it, 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 this shit, I could tell stories like that, dog, that people have no clue about
1: for hours that's wild bro no I, I I had no idea uh appreciate you for breaking that down I see the chat is loving it right now as well I didn't know all those details the fact that the entire team was outside of your apartment like nah because we're going with you that shows you the impact that you had on the kids and t- to the point where they're like if you ain't here we don't want to be here like they, they, they yep. had a team meeting with you before they had the other the, the official team meeting <laughs> and the only yeah. they went there is because of you. That's crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, they had a they, dog. They, so I made them go to their meeting at three o'clock, dog. I made them go to their meeting, and uh, they went and uh, they're and they're like, "Oh, we don't want to stay." Here. I'm like, "Dog," so I'm getting blown up by them. You know what I mean? Like, we want to go, woo, 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 and I'm like, "Look, dog, you just can't. I can't take you with me. Like, I have nowhere. I'm
1: going, where I'm to going. Take. right.
0: I have nowhere to take you. So, like." That was the problem, dog. I had nowhere to go. Like, where can I take you guys? So, that was kind of the issue, dog, because I had nowhere to really take them all. Because I, if I had a job, I would have took them. Believe it. I would have took their
2: ass.
1: But. I mean, the so, shit had just happened, day. though. It just went down. So, you motherfuckers
2: so. better be ready to play. I should have sucked his bitch ass in the face. Oh. Hey, that motherfucker said he, I can't coach. Shit. 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 Oh, yeah.
0: Crazy. Uh, I know that felt yeah, good, getting that win. I think there's a clip. Um, let me see. Had to feel I had think good, there's man. a clip that... Uh, I think I had a clip, man, in here. Saved, too, that it was ready to go, too, man. It fucks me up because that shit got fucking erased. But um, let me see. I
1: think I saw something pop up.
2: There he is. So I'll give you
0: some context on this right here. So we're yeah. up in this game, twenty-one nothing. We're twenty-one nothing in that game. The next year, this is season four. We're up twenty-one nothing. We still had the best roster in football, and we still we went two and eight because the lights were too big. We had a bad nucleus of dudes. We had people there for the wrong reason. They wanted to be on Netflix instead of play. So we're up twenty-one nothing. We get a fuck call right there, and it was, should have been our ball in the red zone. They gave it to him. He's all the way out on the numbers, dog, talking to the ref, and I'm sitting there like. So you let this fucking guy come all the way to the numbers, which for me would have been a flag and an ejection. Right. But you're letting him come out, antagonize the other sideline. You wonder why there was a fight after this game. He's out here talking shit to the all the way out there clapping at us. So that's when I lost my shit. Mm. The
2: why? He can clap out there like that? First down! He can clap out there? Hi, hey, JB! First down. What's happening, We're bitch? Not... You sorry, motherfucker. You bitch. You a bitch. Old boy. Hold on, talk, baby. Woo! He's
0: so brave when he's protected, dog. Let me tell
1: you. Let me tell you. He talking strong. He said, oh, that talk, baby. Woo! Oh, man. It's easy to be hard when you got your people in front of you right now. So let me ask you this. I mean, I think I know the answer, but I just want to be straight up. Are you guys cool today? Have you guys talked it out or or is it wrap?
0: We haven't talked it out, but we, we're cordial. So here's the cold part. So I'm i with I'm with Saban, Mac Brown, uh Sark at a convention in Nashville, maybe the year after that. Right. So I'm gone. I'm out of coaching. This is the year when I left there. I'm taking a piss in the urinal dog. We're all sitting down talking about a couple kids that are going to those guys' schools that I already have there. They already signed. Right. Saban took a kid. Uh, Lane had a kid. There's a bunch of big time guys, and we're sitting there, and I'm drinking, and we're chilling. I'm taking a piss. We're in this high rollers, a uh, little area of the convention. I'm fucking pissing, and I see all these dudes take out their phones, just like we see with these fucking fights and shit. So yeah. I'm like, I see all these motherfuckers take out their phones, and I'm pissing. So I'm looking around, like motherfucking, looking, want to see my dick or something? <laughs> and they're like, Coach, man, we're fans. I'm like, Yo, watch me taking a piss. They weren't filming me take a piss. They were filming who was behind me. It was Sims. Oh, shit. So Sims was standing behind me like this. While like, he was pissing. Yeah, big old smile. And he told them to be, he, he told the guys like, shh. And so I turned around, and it was him. And <laughs> we ain't really talked sense or nothing. So he knew he was protected because I wasn't going to just, I was like, man, whatever. I, I'm not going to just attack him at a convention with Saban and everybody. So. Yeah. I'm like, what's up, man? So I pull out. I put my dick away, and I put my hand out to shake his hand. <laughs> did, he, did he shake your hand? Huh? No, I did it on purpose. I was like, here, dog, you want to shake my hand on me? Right. And he was like, come on, man. I was like, oh, I'm just saying, you you watching me piss like a bitch. You might as well shake my hand after I touch my dick. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I actually brought him out to the table we were at with everybody. Mm. And uh, I was like, I didn't offer him a drink or nothing, but I was like, I was just kind of sitting, I was like, it is what it is, and so like, uh, we're not boys, we don't call each other or nothing, but but that was kind of like, ah, eh, it's over, like you know what I mean,
1: water under under the bridge, okay, I like that, man, I like that, man, you know, somewhat of a, of a happy ending to to, to, a, to a wild story, and uh, like I said, no, nah, I mean, I, I think it's always dope to get that behind the scenes that real that uncut version of stuff that you know you don't get from just watching the Netflix show or they might have edited it out or they might have not even known all, all, all the information so i think that's dope man i yeah, see they, people in the chat saying i'm about to rewatch
0: it you guarantee you they don't know the the situation shit yeah.
1: you got people here about about the rewatch the show jb <laughs> let's go
0: Charlie out. Uncle Charlie. Charlie alleged. So we've lost two games, which we shouldn't have lost, but let's get these dudes back on the fucking high horse. I don't know. Get their morale up. Whisper sweet nothings in their ear, fucking jack them off. I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. Hey, well fuck it. I'll go home tonight. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick, and I'll get it back crappy.
1: I've never seen these episodes at all. Damn man. Yeah, we, hey, we gotta sit down and go through each episode, man. But look, make it
0: happen. we're we're one and two, I think, at this game at this juncture. And these cats ain't they're bought in. Yep. They're bought in. The problem is we had too many outside things.
2: By the way, matter
0: of fact, congratulations, you've been cut on national television. When I walk in, there's no weed in the front row right here. It's fucking bad. Take a picture of this whole second, third group. I want them all piss tested today. Think I'm playing? You guys fucking have no respect. You either in or you fucking
2: out. I'm not.
0: See, they didn't have. They don't tell the real story. See, they don't show that shit like. Fucking that. Fucking
2: playing with you no more. This the real fucking JB. You better buy the
0: fuck in real quick. That, that kid right there is the starting DN for. Right there, that white kid? Yeah. That's the starting DN at Colorado for Prime right now. In real quick.
2: Keep fucking with me. Hey, who don't have pants? They're right fucking here. Get them motherfuckers up. Hey, go the fuck home, man, if it's bullshit. Get out, Cottrell. Fat fuck. Get out, you fat fuck. Blue helmet, motherfucker,
0: get your fat ass down. I once worked for a narcissist. I was constantly lied to. (laughs) What the fuck does that have to do with me? I wish I could judge all these motherfuckers at their job. I really do. I really do. That was, so that was at the end, dog. So right there, I was already resigned. I left. I'm at the house, like, trying to sell the house in Kansas. Right. And they're filming me read DMs and emails from everybody sending me shit. Damn, man. Well, Like, I had a million emails and DMs from, like, women. Because apparently there's a segment on there where I said I'm single or some shit. Dog, that shit was like... I felt like Richard the Night Stalker, homie, when he was in jail for life and bitches was going trying to marry the motherfucker.
1: Right, right. I was like, <laughs> what the hell? Man, I'm... I'm- How did your life change from a, not from a career standpoint, from like a popularity standpoint after the Netflix show? Like, was it crazy for you in terms of just everyday life, just walking around and like in comparison to what it was like prior to the show?
0: Yeah, I didn't know, dog. I didn't know it was that big. So I did not realize. Here's a true story I'll tell. So so people don't realize that show comes out in July. Right, right. So people don't know this. The night of the show, it dropped at midnight on in Kansas. And... The next day, we started camp for the new season. So we're already, you know, I've been working the whole year while this show was being edited and shit. I, our job don't stop. I don't give a fuck about Netflix. So we have, you know, the next day, the day after the show dropped on nationally or globally on Netflix, I, I start camp with 200 new dudes or my returning guys plus new guys, right? Right. So I'm trying to sleep. And I just opened – I just started social media like the year before just for recruiting purposes. I never had Twitter, Instagram, so I started all that shit through my guys. My guys started it for me, and we started the shit. Dog, my phone never stopped, so I didn't sleep because my phone just fucking – I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I had no idea. I'm so naive when it came to social media, and this was in 2017. You're talking 16, 17. Right. And there was like 65,000 uh, – new friend, a new followers or whatever on my Twitter and like 50,000 on my Instagram. I popped it open. Like, what the fuck is this? And there was like 30,000 DMS. My Facebook had like 5,000. I don't even use Facebook. It had like 5,000 requests. So I was like, what the fuck is all this? I didn't know what's going on. The show had aired overnight. And I guess it was the most binge watch show in the history of cinema television period of any, any show still to this day. It's the most binge watch show of all time. So basically they watch all eight episodes. I got my homeboys calling me at three in the morning, like, dog, I'm watching all eight of these motherfuckers. This shit's ridiculous. I'm like, ridiculous, like what? They're like, man, it's the best shit I've ever seen. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So my phone never shut up. So I shut my phone off, dog, at like three in the morning. Cause I'm at them, I'm at the office in three hours. Right. Just to have a meeting with my staff because we're about to check guys in. We're about to go through the whole enrollment process, get guys their classes. It's a whole on. It's a fucking 20-hour workday. And the show dropped that night before. So it was like, and then, dog, I got fucking TMZ at the office that next day. I got fucking everybody there. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I got people driving in from all over, like, Kansas City, Wichita, just to meet me. And I'm like, homie, time out. So I couldn't even... So we had to have police come lock down the area in front of my office so I could get some shit done so nobody could come in. Then that weekend, because it was like we we hadn't started yet officially. We're starting, but everyone's checked in. We're boom. I gave the staff off because we're about to go full go for the next six months. I give the weekend off to the staff. Besides the dorm guys that you're watching those new kids and shit. And I have my meeting with them and we get everything down. We give them their manuals, staff player manuals they know what to do anyone fucked up over the weekend they are cut anyway so i set the tone already right i go to tulsa dog to chill get the fuck out of town bad idea tulsa is probably the most recognized i am in america san diego vegas and tulsa oklahoma damn those are the three. most three those are the three cities that i'm most recognized in so I'd go to Tulsa. I had my own little getaway cigar lounge spot that they filmed me at. Good dude. Owner's a great dude. They had my whiskey and cigars there. He's a good dude. Uh, I'd go in there and chill, man. And and I'd go to like a Burlington co factory just to yeah. go in there and see if they had any fucking kicks or something. I wanted some bullshit. i just go walk around, dog. I was getting fucking bombarded. I went to Beth Bath and Beyond. <laughs> I get bombarded and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was only a day after the
2: show.
1: Right, right. Damn, oh, man, that's crazy, man. You re- you really the- you've had one of the greatest shows of all time. Like if you think about that, like that- that's kind of wild. JB, I know, like,
0: I know how much they made off me. Damn, that's the cool part about it. I know how much they made off me, and I know that it's still on Netflix for a reason. Come on, now. there's been a lot of shows since that sh- year that's been taken down.
1: It's 2023. Think about like how long that shit has been on there. That's crazy. That's wild. You know what I mean? They still making yep. bread off of you, JB.
0: Yeah. But hey, the you know what? Year, the next year, um, Joe asked about the turf. So we didn't have no turf field. We didn't have shit. And I was building all this shit on the campus. The next year, Reed Hastings, the owner of Netflix, texted me. And I, I, I put out a thing about, like, I need to start a GoFundMe on my Twitter. I was fucking around. Like, I need a turf field like all the other goddamn teams in our league. I'm the only fucking team that don't have a turf practice field and we got to drive 10 minutes to our game field so when do we get to so reed hastings the owner and start the guy that started um netflix right dog he drops wires me 50k and 50 grand was the Down deposit i had to send on a guy that i knew that just ripped out the baltimore ravens new practice turf because the the ravens were pissed that the turf didn't match their purple it was Mm. more blue so when i my buddy hits me he's like dog we just got the baltimore ravens speed turf and i go really he goes you want to so he sent me these videos of it and he goes i'll give it to you man for like i think 250k or something installed which was like cheap as fuck right
1: Right. And I go here.
0: I got fifty k dog to start. We'll fundraise the rest. So me and Tammy, my boss, start to fundraise dog. Fifty thousand was from Reed Hastings at Netflix. Dropped it. By the way, I got messages from Reed Hastings, the owner, that's like, we'll never film another Last Chance You if it's not you. That was because they had to go to Laney after I left because they were coming back to Indy. People don't really know this. They were coming back to Indy forever as long as I was there. It would it would have still been at Indy right now. It would have been a, ne- a yearly thing, but I'd have been, been paid by now. Fuck that! But right. yeah, I didn't know anything about it, dog. It's a predatory business. They they do they treat you like you know. I was just a coach. I didn't know. I should have had a entertainer agent, and I yeah. should have had an agent, but I didn't know that. And they knew that. They took full advantage too. And a he basically you know they made three four billion dollars off my name. They're still making money to this day. And they should have put me as an executive producer on the fucking show. That's all they had.
1: At least, yeah.
0: And I would have got paid royalties for life. These fuckers didn't do that. And they got dudes that never even showed up to Independence, Kansas, um, that are on executive producer rights getting paid to this day. And that's why I was like, my lawyers were like, no, we want to sue these motherfuckers one day. And I'm like, so that's a whole nother ballgame, yeah. That's a um, cold
1: world right there, boy. That's TV, man, right there for you. If you don't know, you don't know, you know. But yeah. now you do know. And now you got some control over your system. You got people in play. And maybe, maybe it is a, 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 a JB tell-all. Maybe like, Who knows? You got so many so much stories in that brain of yours, so many experiences that you've been through that they can take that, but they can't take away this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, who knows what might happen next, JB? So, uh, yeah, man, see, man, that's
0: crazy. I don't know. It's was- it was crazy. Uh, all right, let's get into the show, man. I got the quote of the day. We haven't even got a quote of the day. Come on, give me a, come on. That's on you, JB. Give me the quote. Here's a cold one, too. I had to drop this one for all the guys out there that don't know nothing, that don't know you don't know. He who has a why to live can bear almost any how. Uh, let that sit in real quick. He who has a why to live can bear almost any any how
1: mm, when you know your why the, the the route to get to that the how to get that why done doesn't matter you're gonna figure it out
0: there Come it on is on the bottom right there Ticking on the bottom right there I gotta
1: it's too early for that
0: yeah it's too early for you guys you guys aren't ready for that I don't believe
1: yeah, they tired. Kevin, he, he, he ain't ready for that. Greg ain't ready. I know Chris, she ain't ready for that right there. That that that's a that's that's a gym for you right there early in the morning. It ain't even what? Seven o'clock LA time. And you no. dropping them jams. Contrary to belief, brought to you by bluechew.com. Um
0: uh, you must do things you think you cannot do. Contrary mm. to belief. Facts. And Facts. contrary to belief, everything you can imagine is real. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that. Uh, little drop in a little drip drip, drip, drip. What do you guys call it? Drip?
1: I call it a gem. Like you dropping gems, but I mean, yeah. What do you call? What do y'all call swag now? Drip? I mean, drip. It's kind of getting a little old now, but we still call it drip for now. I Still mean, ain't like, heard drip by right myself. You got to stay on it. You got to. You got to stay with it. You know what I mean? These, these young catches is, is switching the word up every every couple months, every quarter.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start bringing back the ghetto word. I used to do a ghetto word of the day, dog. For real. <laughs> yeah, I used to do a ghetto word of the day, dog. It was it was uh it was comical. I used, to, I used to do a whole thing on it every every show. I did it. That was when I was by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I already know that. Hey, 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 Big Smitty. I know you know cologne though. Cologne. Cologne.
1: Like cologne,
0: cologne. Yeah, hey, bro, you think you cologne me a dollar? <laughs> I got the most ghetto words, homie, and you all know you know goddamn well
1: you've heard that shit too. Yeah, on anything. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like cologne. I'm like, I got some, I got some fucking cologne in, in the bathroom. <laughs> hell hilarious. yeah, no, hell yeah. Man, I got dope. so many
0: of them motherfuckers, man. Um, uh, let me get. Uh, I got a uh. My boy Jack dropped a little video last night, man. I don't know if you've heard this story. I don't know if anybody's heard this story though, but uh, this story right here is pretty crazy.
3: You're watching the College World
1: Series and I was just informed of the most insane story, I think in sports that I had no idea about and it has everything to do with Florida's baseball coach. Back in 2021, Florida's baseball coach
3: allegedly slept with one of the Bat Boy's mothers. And once the mother's
1: husband found out about it, he killed himself and his two kids, set his house on fire. And then, after all of this happened, the mother went and married Florida's baseball coach. The, I It's an incredibly sad story, but I, how has this not been... Like, how is that not report? <laughs> that's crazy as hell, that,
0: Jay Z. Man, Jack's been on the show. Um, of my main man, Jack Mac. Uh, so, the baseball coach at Florida who beat LSU twenty to nothing the other day, right? Is that what happened? Yeah. Um,
1: still there. After all that, after He's still all that. There, right? He's the coach right now, right? I believe so. Yes, I believe I believe he's still there. Let me let me look Kevin it up. Kevin
0: O'Sullivan, I believe. Kevin O'Sullivan. So yes, he's still there. He, he cheats on the girl on on the on the, the girl. He he cheats on his wife with this girl, the Bat Boy's mama. He kills
1: himself and his fucking kids and burn the house down. Her husband, yeah, her husband, when he found out that she was cheating with with the coach with Kevin O'Sullivan. Suppose, yeah, I guess he killed himself, killed his kids, and burnt the house down. And she still ended up marrying coach Kevin O'Sullivan after all that shit went down. That's some wild shit. You can't trust some of these women, JB. That's the first thing that came to my mind right there. That's some fu- that's some different level type of shit right there. Like your whole family, you ruined like your whole good. family.
0: Are you out there listening to this? <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> she ruined the entire family. And still moved on with her plan. I mean, you know what? I- I'm gonna be devil's advocate. I guess at that point, you didn't lost your husband, you didn't lost your kids, you didn't lost your house over this man. You might as well marry him. I mean, shit, you might as well hey, make here's it work. it.
0: Segue though, I got bitches at the club will do some shit like this over some shit, and this motherfucker actually killed himself or her, and his kids. And then I got homeboys at the club that will dance with another broad. And their bitch will roll up and smack the shit. <laughs>
2: shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shit. See what I'm saying, ladies? Hey, you don't give them an inch, you can't take a foot. Hey, she's checking them from the jump. See that right there didn't happen to the Florida girl.
1: You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. When when you when you handle it from the jump, it don't it don't get to that next step, that next level. The problem was. Old chick just kept taking little small steps, small steps, small steps, and then boom, she took a big step. And at that Bro, point, somebody really said,
2: somebody
0: said you can't blame the coach; you have to blame the woman. I'm trying to find out. The motherfucker I, still married her. The motherfucker still married her though.
1: They're both at wrong. They're both at fault. But I, I do actually agree that the woman is actually at more fault because she's the one that's married. Like, she's the one who cheated, cheated on, on, on her husband. She's the one with two kids. She's the one with all that to lose. And she was the one. I, I don't know Kevin Sullivan's situation. You see, you said, you said he was married as well. Um, if that's the case, then, yeah, he's wrong. But, like, I think everybody's wrong. But, to me, if I had to – if there was a blame pie and everybody had a piece and had a slice, I think the wife gets the most because she's the one that ruined her family. Like, she's the one who caused majority of this.
0: Hey, by the way, this is a freshwater lake in Florida where Florida Gators are from, Gainesville. Uh, huh. I told y'all motherfuckers be careful in freshwater because there's shart- some shits happening out here. I don't know if you realize, but there's been there's been sharks that have gone into freshwater, like bull sharks go into freshwater rivers, lakes. Uh, I don't know if you saw this shit, dog, but this is some social slap shit. <laughs> Two seconds, won't we'll do
2: anything. Get oh him, get him, God. get him,
1: get him! That's some WPS right there. Hey, dog! <laughs> that was a brother, though! Huh? That was a brother! That was no, play it again! That wasn't no brother, play it again! Stop playing, JB. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no brother! No, he ain't! That's a white dude! Get
2: him, get him! Get him.
1: No, that's a white dude. That's a white dude with a tan. That's a white he dude with black, a tan. Black, no, it's not. Black. I seen his glasses. Black he people don't black. wear them glasses. It's a white man with a tan. Chat, he's help me out, he chat. Shut the fuck up, D. Jones. He's black as shit. No, he's not. No, he's that not. Motherfucker is a goddamn Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, motherfucker. He's one of them. Everybody in the chat, if that's a white man, drop down WPS in the chat right now. If that was a white he dude, put WPS in the homie,
0: chat. He's a Clay Thompson type of motherfucker. Nah, I seen You're them glasses. Like, Brothers
1: don't wear them no type of glasses right there. That's Le- that's Les Armstrong glasses. Stop
0: hey, playing with me, dude. Wait. Yo, where's
1: Clay Thompson? Have you seen Clay?
0: He's always on a boat. Listen,
1: that might have been Clay. that was, yeah. that, was a, that was your that was your cousin right there. That was your nephew, JB. That wasn't me. That wasn't my hey, yo, whoever's hand was in the
0: lake, just it, it would have got snats, because I don't know. There's a shark in the lake, dog.
1: What's going on with, with, with white folks playing with sharks lately? We, we we see this. We saw uh, Who's Your Man, the uh the, the, the popular NFL agent. He's in there playing with sharks and grabbing their tails. Like, we're seeing this often. Is this a new trend that, that, that y'all trying out? I don't know, but why are brothers doing white boy shit lately? Listen, that right there wasn't a the brother oh man
0: that is you tell me that ain't oh. no white boy shit
1: no nah, this some white this he's he's confused right here man he's a little confused so this man get yes some context this man supposedly got was getting turned down by women because he was too short so he ended up dropping hella money to get surgery so he could grow like six inches taller and this is his process of just healing and and, and getting better. This is definitely some WPS shit. Uh, the brothers lost a couple points right here, man, in, in in the overall game. And um, if we was doing a race draft right now, like Dave Chappelle, if you watch the Chappelle show, we might have we might have to get you know trade him to y'all, man. Five five shit. to six foot. He was
0: five five.
1: <laughs> nice six foot. You know, I ain't gonna lie though, no, JB. During my recruiting process, my height came into play a, a large part as to why I couldn't get recruited. And you admitted that the top players you had on your team was all 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and above. So maybe I could have you know, benefited from an actual surgery and getting a few inches taller. I might have ended up in Florida, Ohio State, one went, went of these powerhouses, instead of my one full ride at Ball State. That's all, you know, so I don't know.
0: Come on, dog. Like, we got to accept who we are. Mm. Like, it's not that, you know, you got a little wee-wee. You ain't getting it bigger. You fucked. It is what it is, dog. You got it. You got what the gods handed you, dog. I don't understand. Why are we trying to reach? That's like cloning. It's going to come back to bite our ass. It ain't supposed to be. We're we're trying to play God, homie. Yeah. This cat's trying to play God.
1: 100%, man. I'm with you on that, especially the cloning. he can't walk? And... That's what I'm Can hearing hoop? in the chat. Can he go hoop? He can't do shit, but stand there and look tall and sit down.
0: Oh, he's done. He can't do nothing.
1: That's what, that's what the chat is saying, man. And real quick, JB, I don't know if you ever heard this too. Like, I think over in like Europe or whatever, pe- people, couples who are trying to have babies, they have some type of technology now where you can basically make the type of baby you want. Like if you want to have a tall girl or you want to have a, a strong boy or whatever, there's some type of things that they're doing now when you can almost plan the, the specific type of baby that you want. So like I'm with you, JB, man. Whenever you're starting to try to play God, and doing stuff that that's just uncalled for some scary shit's going to happen from it like i'm telling you man that's why I'm, the next 10 years i don't know what the hell about to happen that's why i'm trying to get my bread and, 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 and duck off you know what i'm saying cuz i don't know what's about, about to happen in the next 10 15 years man it's crazy
0: it's, it's crazy, crazy. You, you, dog we start trying to be god homie it's time to roll out i'm like i got to go i got to go get some i got to get a spot somewhere man where like nobody knows where i'm at yeah, all, crazy.
1: Let's go buy. Let's go by like a, a, an island somewhere, JB, and just do the show from there. I'll get a piece of the island. You get a piece of the island. You bring your close people. You know, you, you bring Ash and Callie. I I, I bring wifey or whatever. And, and we just kind of just.
0: Yeah, but then you got. But then you got
1: some fucking,
0: you know, they you got weirdo shit out there, too. You got some weirdo shit. That, you got Epstein in them on the island, homie. Damn,
1: Epstein over there. I say, we we got to get our own island so we ain't got to worry about no. Like we, we run the island. It's like our own, it's J.B. Island. Hey, look who runs the country.
2: It's it's so, such an important issue for our youth and adults. As you said, some of these laws are actually extending in, into adulthood. You know, we often say that gender-affirming care is health care, mm-hmm. gender-affirming care is mental health care, and gender-affirming care is literally suicide prevention.
1: Wait up, though. What is that? I'm not for sure what... Um the pronouns are for this human
2: should care. Would that be your view as well? I 100% agree. You know, it, it's, it's,
0: who the fuck are you? Like that is the fucking country. That is our government's fucking representation, dog representative
1: homie. Uh, is it like, I don't know who that is. Like, is that is really that, like,
0: uh, yes, yes, homie. That is real talk. That is real shit. Like you can't tell me that Putin ain't sitting there laughing at our motherfucking ass,
1: buddy. Buddy's like he can go, he, she, whatever can go fucking block a DN right now.
0: I think that's our defense secretary, correct? Or no, that's a that's the uh, what is that? The fucking uh, I forgot. Somebody'll know who that is. That's a real government fucking person. I know that. I think it's like the 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 fucking health person or. I don't know, dog. Like You got to be kidding me, homie, that we're sitting there representing, looking like that. Like, health secretary. That's the health secretary mm. of the United States of America, bruh.
1: I don't even know what to say. A that. dude
0: in pantyhose is the health secretary, bruh. In a skirt. I, I'm just telling you, dog. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that that shit is not real. Like it's fucked up right now. We got some real fucked up shit right now. I'm just telling you right now. That's man. what I'm
1: saying. We gotta figure out a way to get up. We got come on, JB. Like we let's get this money real quick, let's get these members up. Let, let's go buy this island for like fifty thousand dollars and let's just let's just put build a home and just you know what I mean? Let's go out there and do our thing. We, and
0: we in the meantime, we, my homie got caught um uh, smuggling shit. into
1: jail, dog. Stop lying.
0: Yep. Using the baby, put it in the baby's ass.
1: This your homie right here? What, what, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Damn, bro. He's trying to, like, rock the baby and play it all.
0: Look, pulling it out right now.
1: He ain't even play it all. He didn't even do it smooth, though. He like, what the hell? Oh, my God. Innocent bystander. The baby don't know what's going on. Here come the feds. Ah, oh, they brought, they didn't brought Ash in here. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't brought in Cali. It's over. <laughs> they gonna smell everything. It's like, yeah, give me the kid. You're, you're back to jail. And your girl's about to get arrested too. Hell no. Nah. Right. <laughs> that was stupid as hell.
0: Now, that ain't my home. I don't know who the fuck that is. But let me tell you, the motherfucker really don't think there's cameras on him?
1: I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That just, it, it's just certain things that's so stupid that it's hard to even, like, comment on. Like, how, like, how do you not have any – like... come on, man.
0: Come on, man. We got some fucking weird shit. Have you noticed, dog, that the social slaps, the videos are getting better and better by the day? I don't know if you noticed this shit. They're, they're getting dumber or they're better. They're we getting better by worse. It issue like white people shit has the anger management issue and then we gotta have a segment what brothers will do too because yeah, we, got we other- but look at this shit
1: i know you fucking lying. look at this boy eating toes on the goat bitch you couldn't eat at home i know you now he's su- oh hell no. Nah. nasty bitch i see you put that you you fucking nasty homie was getting <laughs> on that bitch's feet he started deep toeing the feet though like he was sitting on a glizzy glob what the hell's going on and she's That's sitting like there gagging on the feet you can tell he does this all the time because she's she's like she's not even like remotely entertained she's just sitting there texting like because she knows her husband has a problem and this is something that he just likes to do so she's so used to him doing it and she just like all right whatever and they outside. She walk around barefoot. You know, you, you you know, y'all like to walk around barefoot all damn day outside. Feet dirty as fuck. She just stepped on type, all types of dog shit and piss. And yeah, that, that's what's going don't know, don't know. on.
0: The feet matter though, right here. Before we even get to the feet, like the feet of that feet matter. Like, do you imagine how fuck? Did you see that broad, fat ass fucking slop? She looked like oh boy, you know who she looked like. Oh. She looked like our main fucking broad. You know who she looked like. Stop playing. I know you talking about. <laughs> yeah, she looked like my main. You know she looked like the motherfucker, right?
2: Hi, I'm Kiko. I'm 23.
3: Uh, I go to UCSB, and I also bartend.
0: Come on, dog. She looked like her feet, and I'm or his feet. But I'm saying whatever his feet is. But I'm saying,
1: dog, who sucks on nuts?
0: Type of foot?
1: Can you please play it? Play, play the video again. He why was he deep throwing her feet though. Jv, he was like literally like he was sucking in like normal, and then he started going crazy. He, he forgot what he was at. Lie. Look at this boy eating Watch toes it, on the go. Watch this, bitch, dude. you couldn't eat at home. I know you. Now he suck. Oh hell no. Nah. <laughs> nasty bitch, I see you. Put that. You, you fucking nasty. He said oh, nasty bitch. No what? <laughs> that motherfucker! I thought it was a goddamn burrito. <laughs> he was tearing that thing down. He might have put some salsa on her toes, or some 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 ketchup, or something on them toes. The way he—it's it, like he got excited. Men suck. Like right? he, he—he started going crazy. He was trying to get some out of that foot. Something <laughs> LBC, was gonna ooze out that toe. Please spare, please spare me. Don't show that again. <laughs> the LBC Robbie, man. Hey, I don't know. We might have to do it one more time, Robbie. We might do it one. More t- now look, I know everybody got their own little fetishes. I'm sure people in the chat right now got some got some interesting fetishes and stuff, shit like that. Keep that shit at home though. Why Man, are you, you doing that in the middle toes, of the traffic? You suck, toes? You suck your wife's toes? I kiss I kiss her feet, kiss them ankles, you know what I'm saying? Like like Ankle, like a-
0: I said toes. You said I'm suck-
1: saying I'm saying we making love. I'm, you know, the ankle and the foot. I'm not really a toe. I'm not a toe sucker. That's not my thing.
0: Like you it's do, you like name. do hot sauce and shit. All that hot sauce That's on don't it. Don't
1: be a menace. I, I know what you. I know what you doing, JB. That's what you be doing. That's what you be doing. You get your I ass. Hey, so yeah, you can't, can't judge nobody. Serious business to discuss
0: now. Um, uh oh. We got we got our main man Matt McChesney joining the
1: show. Matt, it's
0: been a while. What's up? I ain't
1: good seen morning. Matt since the good. pandemic. What's going on, baby? What's good? How's everyone? <laughs>
0: Hey, man, how is Denver, Colorado, since you're now the new Tornado Alley? What the fuck's going on there?
4: It's pretty crazy. I'm not going to lie. I was sitting in my kitchen watching a tornado go through my backyard, and I was like, wow, this is a new one. So that was pretty fucking nuts. I'm not going to lie.
0: I I didn't know tornadoes went through Rockies. Like, what the fuck's going on?
4: I can literally see the mountains, like, really well from my house, too. I'm, like, 10 minutes away. So um, it was – it was crazy. I mean, I I don't necessarily believe in like the whole global warming conspiracy. I just think we had a tornado.
1: Mm. Let Let me ask you this first. All, on a serious note, is everybody okay? The family good? Obviously, you're good. You're right here. Everybody cool?
4: It was windy, bro. It was fun.
1: Got you, man. Somebody said Matt's so casual. It's like no matter what you go through, Matt, you just like, hey, tornado, fuck it, earthquake,
0: indeed, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I really don't get where people go all dramatic with the shit. Like, there's nothing literally we could do to change like, it. it. It wasn't an F-5.
4: We're not in Oklahoma. I didn't lose everything. My trailer didn't get taken away. So Hey,
1: JB, if Matt, w- Matt w- would have been in that submarine before it, it imploded, he would have been like, well, it's our fault. shouldn't have came down
0: here. Fuck it. I don't have to deal with shit anymore. <laughs> hey, Matt might have lived through that motherfucker. Matt might have been the only one that didn't implode. <laughs>
1: That, what have been been like. that would have been like, <laughs> hey, hey, flew to the top. <laughs> <laughs> is that a body? <laughs> you know, like, I love it. Lock that
2: bitch out. How about uh, my back? <laughs>
0: hey, uh, shit, dog. Oh, hey man, it's been it's been wild. I, I'm seeing all this crazy weather. We got Joe Accord in here, the weather man. I'll, always gives us these weather reports and shit in our Discord. And I'm like, how the fuck's Denver with Rocky Mountains have a fucking tornado going on? Then we see them in Texas, and it's 121 degrees with one. And I'm like, don't they usually happen when cool air meets warm air in the springtime? But now we're having them in the coolest summer I've ever seen in California. It never gets past 70 degrees here no more for some mm-hmm. reason. It's crazy as fuck what's going on in in, in in America. But I don't agree with the global warming thing either. I just think that Biden's pushing the wrong button.
4: <laughs> that's what well, buying controls the weather now here we go here we fucking go you hey, yeah, just, just saw
0: his uh health secretary wearing pantyhose by the way a dude so well, i would imagine that if anybody's got
4: their finger on the button it's Kamala. maybe the the weather is so fucking vicious it can only be created by a fucking woman
2: <laughs> maybe.
0: Or, or this
4: motherfucker.
0: Maybe that motherfucker had to maybe that motherfucker is eating everybody's fucking
1: nah, Matt. You need to go grab her and bring her to your academy and then have her just fucking she might be a hell of a left tackle.
0: Uh, that's not a her.
1: Or him, or I don't they them and might be a great left, left school, tackle. That's a fucking yeah. Neuro
0: technique. That's a head up nose two gapper. That no, ain't no. I,
4: I don't think I'd want to play against it. Neither, because it, it might grab some nuts or something like. Not, not in the way to just get a fumble. Like,
2: yeah, not <laughs> the
4: way. Low pass that. Low pass that. Low pass that. Not the way we used to grab motherfuckers' balls yeah, and. Football. Give me the ball! Give me the ball! Give me the ball! I'm not like in there fondling testicles and shit. <laughs> Like I, right when I got on the show today, the only thing I heard was JB. You like to get your ass eaten, and I'm like, oh okay, I'm back on the show. Right
1: <laughs> Welcome back, man. Welcome back. Well, it was a video. You probably didn't see it. This yeah. this this weird dude was in traffic, deep throwing his woman's feet in the middle of traffic, like literally deep throwing it for J- a restaurant. Yeah, and JB had a problem But I'm like, well, JB, you get your ass eaten. So I mean, it's kind of the same thing. So yeah, I don't know. I didn't get my ass ate. I don't lick feet. But you be on all fours, JB. You wouldn't like, lick the
0: feet if she asked you to. I I might I I was asking Darnell, do you lick your wife's foot? And he goes, I, I suck. I licked the ankle. I kissed the ankle. I said, That's not what she, I asked you. Do you, you
1: suck daughter. on your wife's foot. My feet? wife specifically, if she wanted her toes sucked, they would get sucked. But she's not she, she she don't want that. So I you know what I mean. If I'm handling business, I got that leg up, I'm hitting the egg, I'm hitting the foot, but I stopped right there. She not she don't want the toes sucked. so I'm cool yeah, with you, that.
4: You don't like you don't like trying, like right, clean up the heel. Well, <laughs> no, like the <laughs> there's some na-
0: there's just some nasty motherfuckers out there.
4: Well, and I'm anybody, one anybody
2: that will
0: eat your
4: ass is a nasty motherfucker. I will tell you. Yeah, anyone who's watching I'm this who did that, you are a disgusting tramp. <laughs> I lo-
0: and I, I I try to tell all my young players when I'm ch- ch- having like heart to heart conversations. You will like your ass lick when you get older, son. No, coach, you're, you're gay. No, son, you're going to like it. Ten years later, Matt, ten years later, Matt, all my players, baby,
1: you were fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, certain things, I'm sure it feels good, but certain things, hey, I'm, I'm cool off of. Like, you can have that experience. At 6'5",
4: 320, if you will do that to me, I can't. I don't want you around. I'm sorry, but you got to have some more respect for yourself than to put your mouth on my ass.
0: Six five three twenty, just the
1: nastiest. I mean, if you're ass right ass after the gym. Like, you know, ass is never all the way water, clean either, Matt. Keep it real. Your ass is never 100% clean. It's yeah, like, see, that's
0: where is because I told you, you how to wash your shit. You don't like listen. If
1: you don't, if you don't use dude
4: wipes with the shea butter, you're fucking up.
1: Oh, all day. Yeah. All day. We're talking
4: about this today. You know what I'm saying? Guy
1: use the wipes. Guy use the wipes. All the
0: women in here are crossing. Their, they're just like this.
4: Well, I will say this. If they're bad enough, I, I, I'll probably, like, I'll probably – Knows it a little bit, but uh, I'm not saying I won't. But they've got to be real tight. Like, well, I, I'm not. Well, I, I'm not saying the, the female has got to be just the baddest bitch alive in order for me to do that.
2: Hold on, Smitty, I'm you're telling, telling me you eat
4: the it, cookie and the, the pie, but don't eat the crust? No, I, I'll do everything if, if she's bad enough. But if she's like a six, there's only a, there's only a, a certain length that I will go with a six. But if right. she's a twelve, fuck, dude, I, I might do anything.
1: You, oh, yeah.
4: I mean, I think that goes
0: for
1: anything.
4: Yeah, that's I mean, it, the, here,
1: piss on or do whatever. My thing oh, is, no. listen.
4: No, I'm not doing that now. <laughs> I mean, I said I'm not getting fucked or getting shit or pissed on. Those
1: are Hold on. Things. So if a tw- Matt, if a twelve say bend over, Matt, I want to try something, and they put no. a strap on, on oh, you're not, you're not gonna listen to the twelve. <laughs>
4: no, I'm gonna leave. Obviously, there's something else going on here that has nothing to do with me. I just happen to be the one that's getting
0: fucked.
3: Hey, the yeah. twelve might
0: be a dude.
3: That's,
0: that's <laughs> the
2: other thing. and shit.
0: Not have a strap on. That motherfucker has a real strap on,
4: right? <laughs> oh. like, the like the crying game.
0: Oh, great! What is it? What was that? Sick. The gray. What was that show? Great. The five gray or oh, gray? uh
1: Five days oh. of gray. Five. Yeah. What? I don't know, man. You guys
0: places. were on one this morning. What?
4: What's the, <laughs> I don't know how he got to this point. I really have no hey, idea. Matt, you know why,
0: Matt? We got a new sponsor, Bluetooth. Bluetooth.com. Head on over to Bluetooth. Makes your dick rock. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Matt, we need to wake up this morning, Matt, because you know I got a sick dog. You've been on Altitude. I've been watching Altitude with oh. you on it. I've been uh, seeing some of the things you've been doing. And I had to have you on here before Steve Kim jumps on. I gotta get your top ten. I wanted to talk about our top ten NFL drafts of all time with oh, people.
4: Thanks for sending
0: me a text so I
4: could get prepared for it. <laughs> now, you know we don't do nothing. We do everything
2: on the spur of the moment. Well, look, I just text glasses real quick. Hey Matt, by the way, I just fucking thought of it. So anyway, hey, Matt, he said, "He said real quick,
4: real easy. He's giving me a top ten draft of all time. Hold on, let me fucking nineteen eighty three. What the fuck? I don't I'm know, gonna, dude. I'm gonna help you, Matt. I'm gonna help you I'm out, help you help out you brother. My God, probably eighty three with Marino and Elway. Whatever draft, Aikman, Barry Sanders, and yes, all thank all you. Those guys went all there.
0: right, let's let's do it. We
2: got fifteen
0: minutes. Got two of them. All right, let's do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. I'm not gonna ever set you up for fail. I'm only gonna set you up for success.
3: All right, here we go.
2: 1989.
0: Yeah, 1989. Let, I'm, I, we're not. will we'll rank them after I go through the names for everybody. So 1989. There you were five Hall of Fame. draft.
4: Huh? What if I like the 1952 draft and you don't bring it up? I'm gonna bring it up
0: actually. So All night bankers. I'm gonna bring it up actually. Watch this. Um, <laughs> All right, so 1989, Smitty wasn't even thought of yet. There were five Hall of Famers, Troy Aikman, Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, Deion Sanders, and Steve Atwater. There were 26 pro bowlers in that class. And here's the key about this, Matt. Four Hall of Famers were taken within the first five picks. There's never been a draft ever, ever, ever to this day with that elite collection of talent. So 1989 for me is going to be hard to beat. Aikman, it's number, it's number one. Uh, Aikman, Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, rest in peace, Deion Sanders, and Steve Atwater. Now, uh,
4: is it better than '83 though, with all the quarterbacks? Nah, shit? I
0: don't know. We're gonna we're gonna it's see because like that, that's that. You might like a couple other ones. I think you're gonna like because especially with the big boys, 1993 also had five Hall of Famers. Including Willie Rofe, Jerome Bettis, Michael Strahan, Will Shields, and John Lynch. But they also, they actually had 10 more Pro Bowlers than the 89 draft. They had 36 Pro Bowlers, mm. and they also had guys in that draft that nobody talks about, like Drew Bledsoe, Dana Stubblefield, and Troy Brown. So that class in yeah. 93 was very good. Now we moved to 2001. There were only three Hall of Famers, Matt. But you had LaDanian Tomlinson, Steve Hutchinson, and Richard Seymour. There were 34 Pro Bowlers, including Drew Brees, Reggie Wayne, and Steve Smith, who are probably going to be Hall of Famers. So all the 2001. Yeah. yeah, the 01 draft wasn't bad. And I'm just going through the draft so you can come up with your own deal. 04, Matt, you might you might like 04. Yeah, we're going to be the greatest quarterback really? class.
4: Huh? <laughs> It's when I went undrafted. Awesome draft. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that, do you do you think this was the best quarterback class of all time? Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. Also in that draft, you had Larry Fitzgerald, Vince Wilfork, uh, Jared Allen, and the oh. late great Sean Taylor. That was the 2004 draft with 30 Pro Bowlers within that draft. The, that was the a
4: 83 quarterback draft is the best quarterback draft ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, now, Matt, we get a little back a little bit. 96. Six Hall of Famers Jonathan Ogden, Marvin Harrison, Ray Lewis, Brian Dawkins, T.O., Terrell Owens, and Zach Thomas. There was Ooh. also Eddie George, Simeon Rice, L- L- Lawyer Malloy, Keyshawn Johnson, uh, Teddy Bruschi. There was a lot of guys in the 96 draft.
1: That's a, a good ass draft. That might be. Yeah, number one, true. number two right there.
4: That's a good draft. Well, I don't right, know that. how you can. I don't know how you, 83 can't be first, though. None of these. We're going to get Dion's class. Like, I would go 83, 89,
0: and then that year. What was that, 96? That was 96. Uh, How about this one? Before any of us were alive, but at least Matt will know these players. 1968, I had to put in here after the research I did because of, you had Ron Yeri, Hall of Famer, Larry Zonka, Kenny Stabler, Art Schell, uh Charlie Sanders. Uh, there were 23 Pro Bowlers. This was also the AFL All-Stars at that time. Um, probably takes the cake, in my opinion, as far as the best player for player at the time, any time before like the, the modern NFL. So this was the AFL. Um, that was a hell of a class. That was 68. Um, 85 now, Matt, you might like. Five Hall of Famers, and you had Bruce Smith, Chris Dolman, Jerry Rice, Andre Reid, and Kevin Green. And you also had Doug Flutie, Herschel Walker in that class. So that was a big one. Now, Matt was fucking with me earlier, Smitty. 1957, there were nine (laughs) Hall of Famers, by the way. Nine Hall of Famers, by the way. Paul Horning, Lynn Dawson, Jim Brown, Jim Parker, Tony McDonald, Sonny Jurgensen,
1: Sorry, oh. Don Maynard. What? Don Maynard. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: he signed you know. that dude, that girl dude earlier. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Careful, yeah.
0: Careful. I'm, I'm getting, I mean, that's fucking unbelievable. Uh, 1981. So you, <laughs> asked, you,
4: you get sick.
0: Yep. Yeah, I don't need ass. 1981. <laughs> oh, that's where he draws the line. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here, here's the last two drafts right you know, here.
4: 1981. See this one? I know you knows that mother. Uh, I know you do, you sick fuck.
0: Hey, you got uh, you got all right. Nineteen eighty-one: Lawrence Taylor, Kenny Easley, Ronnie Lott, Mike Singletary, Howie Long, Ricky oh, Jackson, Russ yeah. Grimm, and Sam Mills. God damn! And you Dennis Smith and Dexter Manley. Good so God. that was a hell of a that draft. Game. And here's eighty-three for Matt. John Elway, Eric Dickerson, Bruce Matthews, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino, Daryl Green, Richard Dent, Jim Covert. Um now, that's,
4: like, that's like three players that you could say are like the best ever at their position.
1: He Bruce said Marino Matthews, and Elway in the same draft.
4: And Dickerson. Dickerson, Daryl <laughs> Green, Elway, Marino, Jim Kelly. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> So opinion. if you have yeah. to rank them right
0: now, out of what you just heard, you put that one at one. I, I think
4: 83 is one. Just I'm such a huge Elway fan that it's it trumps it for me.
0: Yeah, 96.
1: That 96 draft was a good ass draft. I might have to go with 96.
0: Yeah, 96. This is deep. Yeah. TL Ray right Lewis. Lewis. I don't know if you get the star. I mean, you get star power, but you gotta. You got Eddie George also in that draft, Laura Mallory, Keyshawn Johnson, Simeon Rice, Zach Thomas, obviously, Ray Lewis, T.O., Jonathan Ogden, Marvin Harrison. You know
1: what I'm saying? Ryan it's like Ogden. a deep draft.
0: It was a good draft. I don't know if it's the star power of 89 or 83, though. I mean, there's stars in there. I don't <laughs> –
4: Ogden, Ogden, Ray Lewis, Marvin Harrison, they're pretty big names.
0: <laughs> T.O., <laughs> TO right like what the fuck are we talking about? Like, Brian talking about? Dawkins? Is Brian Dawkins Hall of Famer? It's kind of good. I don't know, dog. If you had to vote, you put which one you picking? I'm still taking I'm
4: taking 83, 89, 96, and whatever that year was. And I can't that remember was, all these.
0: That was ninety-six right there. 96. Uh, 83,
4: 89, 96. Yep. Yeah. That's the
0: yeah. Three. I, 93 was a good one with Willie Rove, Jerome Bettis, Strahan, Will Shields. I mean, for O line wise, I mean, fuck. Um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a tough one. I I, I probably have to go with. I like 89 and 83 as well, and 96. Those, those three stick out to me. I don't know. I
1: think we're on the same page, man. Look, I don't the,
0: know. the draft is fun. You know,
4: it's it's obviously very intriguing every year. It's – I think the more popular it's gotten, the less I give a shit. I don't know why. Like, yeah, I just – I feel like it's more hype than ever now rather than just drafting the kid and seeing if he can develop and play. You know what I'm saying? Like, half of the first round, if not more, is out of the league in four years. Has it always been like that? Probably. Yeah
1: yeah but it, it just promoted so so much more now that you know
4: it's so much it's just hype it's hype as shit fucking yeah TV
0: yeah that was a tough one i'm gonna, i have to do that with steve kim later on too and see uh what he thinks but we did the nba yesterday we're gonna do it with steve kim later uh matt the nba draft we talked about yesterday there was a uh i don't know if you know you're a basketball guy we went through the top 10
1: nba drafts um Hey, I'm, 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 I'm a 96 guy with the NBA, too. 96 was a good-ass year on NFL and NBA drafts.
4: And just in general. The 90s kicked ass.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm two years old. You like 96 draft or the 84
0: draft? You like Kobe Bryant, Ray Allen, Steve Nash, Allen Iverson, Marcus Camby, Stephon Marbury, uh, Sharif Abdul-Rahim, Jermaine O'Neal, Eric Dampier, Peja Stojakovic, Jermaine O'Neal, Derek Fisher, or do you like... Michael Jordan, Stockton, Barkley, Olajuwon, Otis Thorpe, Sam Perkins, Michael Cage, Jerome. Michael Persson. Jordan. Uh Michael Jordan. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you had to hear, right? <laughs> the
4: conversation's over, dude. I'm sorry. You know, I
0: don't I – don't, I don't, see, I, I'm not – I don't like the 03 draft
1: as I much love,
4: as – I now. love Mamba, but you take Mamba out of that draft, and it's just a bunch of guys.
1: Well, nah. I – Iverson. Hey, y'all.
4: come on. Iverson Iverson was a good player. He's, Steve Nash. Iverson's not a top five point guard. Steve Nash? He's not a top five point guard. He's good. Let me ask you this. He's not a top, he's a top ten point guard, maybe, but he's not top five. I
0: hear you. I like Iverson's nastiness. I I always like I like riding with Iverson. But I'm not a hype on the 03 draft. Wade, LeBron, and Chris Bosch. Let me just put some clarity Carmelo on this. Anthony too. And yeah, how about Carmelo? I know uh, Carmelo's in there.
4: And so people. it's like I'm always leaving the Nuggets out. You goddamn Laker fan. No, David West is Wait, in there. Kirk is right. oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, I got this really badass championship hat yesterday.
0: Oh, that's fire. Yeah, right that's here. fire. Yeah. Too bad I got seventeen of them. What well,
1: <laughs> What do you think about about wait, your coach wait. Mike Malone's uh, tattoo, his championship tattoo? Are you, are you rocking with it?
4: I think Coach Malone has real swag, and in his former life was a rapper.
1: Uh, okay. He yeah. hands, so he was like a motherfucker eight miles,
4: hammered, fucking, drunk and went. You can put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, Coach! Fucking smoke! Wow!"
0: Hey, hey, Liv, our girl Liv Moods interviewed his ass the other day. I saw, and she she got hit with a tornado too. She didn't. She don't live far from you. Her house got hit with a tornado. Yeah,
4: I like her. Uh, I like her content. I gotta figure out a way to collab with her. We're both in Denver.
0: Yeah, I gotta get you guys together. Uh, she's always doing shit there, so she loves you too. So I gotta get you guys together.
4: Synergy, uh, bitch.
0: Hey, hey, hey! By the way, by the way. I want to throw this fun fact at you, uh, Big Smitty. What? LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh didn't they all fucking play together? Yeah, believe so. And how many titles did they get after they're they supposed to win all these titles? They went played, to four one two. They played in four straight finals,
4: but they went to they only won two.
0: So I I don't know if I can put that that draft class ahead of these other ones because they didn't win enough. They teamed up together, Smitty. Well, they teamed up together and well, didn't do what they thought.
1: That that's that's true. You got beat by Dallas with none of these guys on it. (laughs) But D. Wade won a ring before that, and LeBron won a ring after that.
4: So what are we talking about? D. Wade won a ring before LeBron, and LeBron won two rings after LeBron. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. What you mean with Shaq? It wasn't wasn't Shaq, Shaq. Shaq, Shaq, Shaq. And we can't
1: use that. We don't use it for Kobe. So don't like. We got to be fair, JB. You can't say with Shaq and then not do it with Kobe.
4: I agree. And then also, look it. If you just want to go off that premise then I mean everybody teams up. No nobody nobody wins titles in the NBA alone. Like Jordan had fucking Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen and shit and Tony Kukac and Ron like really good fucking players everywhere. Right. They're re- they're the reason they they won so like the, the the bad boy Pistons were fucking loaded with talent. They had the best bench ever. The Celtics were loaded. The Lakers are always loaded. You can't win alone. No one can. Right, so i don't have a problem necessarily with people teaming up i just i don't like the championship projection talk i don't like the we're gonna win a titles like shut the yeah. fuck up and just win a title and see if you can do it and then see if you can win another one so lebron i think he's hurt himself because he he didn't focus on it for so long and then all of a sudden he just switched one day and he was all about winning and I, I don't know. I think if he would have been more consistent his entire career on just his message on what he wanted, think about this, bro. In eleven healthy seasons in Cleveland, they got a title. In eleven healthy seasons in Chicago, Mike got six. That, that and I know that they won't. The That's same what team. I'm you saying. Know, I
0: down yesterday,
4: like LeBron took a really terrible team to the finals and got swept with big Zygalskis and all those cats. But still, I mean, I. You got there. Win a game.
1: Right. Now yeah. I feel you, though. I mean, but with all that being said, I think you still got to put that 0-3 draft, like, in probably in at least the top 10 drafts, even no, if you're –
4: It's got to be in the top five, bro. I so, think it's
1: top five. I'm saying even if you're being, like, LeBron, super
4: mythic-y. LeBron, Wade, Carmelo, Darko. That was a bad motherfucker. What yeah, Kyle like,
0: forward Zaza,
4: Pachulia. How does Darko Milichek stink into that? mix like think about oh, how hey, fucking stupid Carmelo. Stupid it is I know like can you imagine if Detroit takes D Wade or Carmelo into that group with Rashid and Chauncey and Rip Hamilton and oh, Tayshaun and I mean I think they win another title for sure at least They're one scary. more I mean fuck dude that, that that's got to be like the dumbest I don't know if it's the dumbest draft pick ever because they did pick Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan but it, <laughs> it's up
0: there But you got Greg Oden. You've had a lot of big busts. I
1: mean, Greg Greg Oden just had injuries, though. Greg Oden was a bad boy.
4: Greg Oden got hurt. He didn't bust.
1: Yeah, I mean,
4: you can't do. Are you a believer, coach? That if you're injured, you're a bust. Yeah. Is Kajana Carter a bust? Yeah. Nope. If you get hurt, you're not a bust.
1: Well, that's the case of Sam Bowie's not a bust because he got hurt
0: too. You're You're a bleeder. You're a bleeder. We got injuries. Unfortunately, it sucks. We know how great you were. I I call. I call. I called my man in Boston a bust and Steve Kim says, you know, he never played but he did get drafted. I'm I'm like unfortunately rest in peace. I called Dwayne Haskins a bust. I mean, that's just is what it is to me. Um you did not fulfill your you did not fulfill your draft status. Like that's what a bust is to me. You didn't fulfill it.
4: He went to a busted ass organization too that didn't help him at all. I get it. it, a, it I get pretty- it. Dwayne Hastings can't be a bust. He wasn't He wasn't there long enough. Do, yeah.
0: I get it. I get it. I I, I get both sides of it.
4: Well, Carson Wentz is a bust,
0: bro. Like, Carson uh-huh. Lynch is a bust. That's a bust. I mean, Carson Wentz is a bust.
4: Carson Wentz is not a bust. He's a bust. Carson Wentz has started tons of fucking games in the league. Right. And him was right it for Carson Wentz' career, bro? Come on, MVP candidate.
1: Well, well, hey, Glenn he Bias is a bust,
0: I don't care what you think.
4: Lynn Bias is a bust.
0: Wow, R. you
4: R. disrespectful R. motherfucker! Oh my god! Thank you. I you
2: can't tell him.
4: don't anymore today. You just called Lynn Bias a butt. Come on, dog. Hey, you got you drafted, know. dog.
3: I mean, you could call him a drug addict. But God, a heart.
4: look at it, he did the talk once and die?
3: No, he didn't, Matt. That, that's you a misnomer. That was not his first time.
4: Are you in the room because I'm that's the documentary I watched.
3: Thank you, thank so, you guys.
1: He, he, well, he oh, did God. not
3: listen to Nancy Reagan, he didn't just say no. And to think that was his only and first time, that's naive.
1: What are you like, but Steve, we're, we're, we're just assuming, though, we're just right. guessing. Oh my God, dude. And by the
3: way, Dwayne Haskins is a top 15 quarterback. Got traded by his first team by the time the before the first contract is over. That's a bust. Had poor work habits, was not mature. That's why the Redskins said you're out of here. He's the a Redskins, bust. Did, that,
1: that, that ain't the best franchise to, to hey,
0: go like, off of. The two on the left are against the two on the right right here. It's well, crazy. I'm just saying, look, mm-hmm. I love
3: Len Bias. I don't really call him a bust. But there's evidence and there's people around that area that said, look, he had dabbled. It was the 80s. I'm not making a moral judgment. Uh, it is what it is. But when it came to Dwayne Haskins, I mean, literally, there were people in the building and players said, now this this guy, he's just a less talented version of Jamarcus Russell. And, you, and, and Darnell, you could say he went to a poor franchise. Guess what? Poor franchises generally draft quarterbacks high, and it is their job to make it a better franchise. So we have to ask ourselves, did you do your part To make that Redskins organization
1: better.
4: Died at 22. You fucking moron. And he got traded at 20. No way. He was. He got traded at 20 or 21 for a reason. He died at 22. You're you're calling a kid who died at 22, who who never, who started maybe five games in his career, a bust? It makes no sense. And then has the audacity to call Lynn Bias a bust? Why? Oh, that's this guy over here. That's not me. I love Lynn Bias. He's a drug addict. So because he's well, took some- I mean, when you when you die
3: of a cocaine, you think everybody that does drugs is a drug addict? No, but I do think that there's recreational use and drugs. there's everybody reckless idiot. use.
4: Everybody that what everybody that does drugs is a drug addict. So me hitting this pin makes me a drug addict, you fucking moron. I know I got no. I'm not gonna do well with this conversation. The addiction <laughs> is a fucking disease. This kid died. And you're fucking calling him a drug addict and shit on the show, man. Fuck y'all. He, not, is. Nah, no, he is. He is. He's a drug he, he died at fucking 20 years old. Homie, I, why the whole world knows him, homie, don't holler at me like you know, homie. I know Come too, on. bro. Come
2: this motherfucker on. ran in the street and got his ass smoked. Motherfucker's what? a dopehead, homie. Don't give me no sad story, motherfucker. When, I've been around this shit my whole it? life, homeboy. So oh, you got me fucked up. Motherfucker, I grew been, up in this like, shit, it? homie. I don't give a fuck about your story. I grew up in this shit. Don't holler at me like I don't know. You shit. You grew up I know what the race? motherfucker did, homie. He ran out in the street because he's a soft bitch. That's what that's a bust to me, homie. He's okay. a bust. I, I completely disagree that's why with Lin Bias theory. is a bust. Lynn Bias is a bust, too. Okay. I think that's he pretty- got drafted, <laughs> didn't he? Did the motherfucker get drafted or not? Dude. Miss me with
4: your soft bullshit, homie. So Me saying that Lynn Bias isn't a bust because he died before he played? is Yes. He got drafted,
0: did he not? That's soft. That's what you're telling me? You're telling me a guy gets drafted. He he is is not a bust. What is he then?
3: Dead. Well, he's a disappointment.
1: Yeah, disappointment is a better word.
2: I mean,
3: J.B., J.B., where I disagree is when we talk about a boss, I'm talking about a guy who had a chance to play and showed that he couldn't. Exactly. I don't think that's Len Bias.
1: Right, there you go. Like, that. I, I I you on that. that.
3: Here's, here's my take versus Matt, though. Did he self-inflict his death or did he...
1: Well, that's life? not
3: an argument. now. But now we're talking about a game of do we say he's an addict or a user? Uh, there, there's been ample evidence and other people have come out and said, look, Len Bias had used before. It doesn't make him a bad person. I don't judge. Anyone who's
4: done drugs or drank or done anything in their life that's bad, you're a fucking drug addict piece of shit, apparently. No, well, I didn't
3: say that. piece
0: of I shit. Said, but-, but if you self-inflict your wound, though, we can't give him a pass, <laughs> is what I said. I didn't say he was a drug addict, you call and him- he's got
2: an addiction
0: well, issue. I get there's addiction issue. There, Kim did call
4: him a drug addict, and it's, we're having a broad conversation, and you called him a bust. And I'm reacting to that, and I think it's fucking ridiculous. And everybody that does drugs is not an addict, and it's a disease. Okay, then he
3: was a he was a reckless drug user.
4: Well, okay, then that then say that, but don't just no. get on here and say a kid who never played. Well, Kim, there's a difference, bro. Uh, let me ask. I'm something. with you on that, so you maybe my words are strong. Gun but here's gun the gun thing: gun there's, there's gun a gun reason gun gun why
3: gun. you shouldn't do cocaine. But okay, everyone I'm I'm did it in the, the part '80s. Part I'm yeah, not it. naive. Guys were using it like Pez dispensers and. Doing snorting. Yeah, code. And
4: everybody can sit on their fucking high horse and act like you've never dealt with addiction before.
3: Oh, never- we all have. But, you know, but at the at the, never dealt with but at the the same small, time, we cannot hide I mean. from the truth. To think that Len only did it one time when there's evidence and people have come out to that, that really wasn't. We're not being honest about it. Hey, but Matt, let's we're be not. real. You grew up in this. You grew up in a trailer park
0: air generation with when where I've been around it the same way. Tell me the truth. Was cocaine and not the fucking weed of the seventies and the eighties? It was really the eighties.
3: Really, cocaine the 80s. was
0: what these cats are doing now with vape pens. Are they not? I I, I hit a, I just hit a vape pen. What are
3: you talking? I, about? I know what I'm saying is cocaine was hit like cats hit a vape pen now. Yeah, but coach, vape really? pens are not the same as cocaine. Uh, come so on, that I,
1: I do He's not I, saying that. He, he didn't, say, he didn't say that cocaine was the norm. I'm not saying right. back in the same, day. man.
2: I'm, I'm saying correct.
0: it's it's used is, as frequent as this now
4: is what I'm 100% saying. 100% true, and it still is. Every There are so many drug users that you don't even know are using drugs everywhere. People struggle with addiction terribly. Alcohol is the biggest fucking drug on earth. So, look, guys, everybody can sit here on their high horse and talk about drug addicts and this and point fingers and busts and fuck this kid and fuck that, blah, blah, blah. And we can get as mad at each other as we want. Addicts don't have a choice. They are addicted. They are fucking drug addicts that can't get out of the the cycle, right? Saying that Lynn Bias was a drug addict is too broad for me. Did he ever go to rehab? Like maybe he just used drugs and died. That and he's not a bust. He just he died. What was it? The day after the draft. Day after. So yeah. I mean, I I that's all I'm saying. If you want to say he died from a drug overdose and that sucks, that's true. If you want to say he shouldn't have used drugs, also true. But to say he's a drug addict and a bust, I
0: mean, I
2: mean, I mean a, yeah. you want if to go?
0: That's why this show's different. And I and you know I love you to death. Here's my oh, take. I don't care. Here's you my know. take
2: though. You you
0: <laughs> I, I opinion my opinion is a bust. It doesn't mean it's correct or wrong. I my opinion is Dwayne Haskins, Lynn Bias, Greg Oden, Zion Williamson, all of them to me are bust right
1: now. Until
2: I see something I different.
1: Let me ask you this real quick. Was, was Geno Smith a bust until last season? He was still in, was the, in the league.
3: Well, he went yeah. in the second round. Yeah, I mean, know. he wasn't a top 10 pick. So, yeah, he was a big-time well, first round. Bust, bust his first round first
4: minimum. Rounder, gotcha. Or, or got right? generally top five to 10 picks. You don't get drafted in the third round and then considered a bust if you don't work out. You just got drafted and didn't work out.
1: Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I, like I, I don't know. Good. I don't fucking know. I <laughs> don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, if Gino, if Gino can win a Super Bowl, which I think Seattle has a really good shot this year, if he good. wins the Super Bowl, you're going to be looking at at Gino and w- Matt. Would you put Gino above Russell Wilson already? Well, I what?
4: would. I think, if, I think if Gino played for Denver last year, if you switched them, the Broncos would have been in the wild card and Seattle would have been five and twelve. Yeah.
3: You can't compare the consistency of Russell Wilson's career that's, to Gino. That, that's true, but I said it was a one-year one. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm, to, to JB's point, though, look, say what you want about Russell Weirdo. He had a great decade, okay? Uh, Gino had a really good renaissance year last year. Now, what I don't understand about Russell Wilson, I'm seeing him do all these fancy workouts, and now he's lean, and he's lost weight. And my view is, wait a minute, why would you ever gain weight? You're coming well, to a new team. I, I think about how stressful this is. If you're sitting in a
4: fucking 14 bedroom mansion with like 20 bathrooms and you're married to a superstar uh who makes more money than you so you really don't have any like worries and like life is really good think about how hard this would be and then you like come down for breakfast every day and you sit down to eat your bacon and eggs and you're like this is going to be awesome and then you hear your wife yell future breakfast is ready and then uh, (laughs) you're like holy fuck! what a reminder I'd Benjit, too.
0: <laughs> I did hey, not know where this was about to go right there. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, is Andrew Luck a bust?
1: No. No, no don't oh. do that. Stop. Don't even ask no. you know a question like what? that. He did, he did great things God. in a short time
3: in he, Indianapolis. He went to like 40, no AFC
1: championship games, 11 to 5, 11 to 5, 11 to 5, 11 to 5. Every like year then. they got better, JB. No offensive of line. Trust me. I, I'm a, I'm a, I love 10, my coach. love my years.
3: Every year killed. they got better to the last two or three. They didn't surround him with a lot what of help. He, he, play? he, he played about in, six or seven.
2: He
0: didn't, he didn't play, play a decade. He played about he six right or
3: seven. Here. Yeah. I mean,
0: now, he came guys. out in 2012. Yeah. As Strong much as Matt and I disagree, he knows goddamn well he thinks exactly like me when it comes to this shit.
2: That motherfucker quit on his team in August. What no, the fuck? No, you
0: know. Uh-oh.
4: no. I've been in the doctor's office when the doctor says to you, you shouldn't play anymore. And it's not about your team anymore, dog. It's about your family and your future. And when he's getting his his sternum broken and his spleen split in half, and he's getting concussed left and right, and his old line is trash. He didn't have Quentin Nelson and those boys. Let's be real. He's getting fucking baptized every week. And the doctor's like, hey, you shouldn't play anymore. You're going to fuck yourself up. And he went to Stanford, and he actually has a brain. And he can like do something other than play football. He's gonna say, I played for 10 years, I don't want to play no more. My body feels like shitting them out. That that's his choice, and he earned it. I, he is not a bust, I, he did not quit on his team. I totally disagree.
3: Uh, let's see, he came out in 2012 and he retired before the 2019 season. Right, so for so, so nine years. No, right? seven. He played seven seasons. He played seven years in the first four, every year they advanced in the playoffs around further. He had no help. He had T.Y. Hilton, and that's it, basically, right? Defense, he always had to bail them out. No offensive line. If Andrew Luck is a bust, what does that make RG3 then, coach? Well, RG3 by, was, was, bust RG3. Yeah,
1: I, RG3, RG3
3: got hurt.
4: When? A late. Like there,
1: coach, he got hurt in rookie year. Yeah, this uh, is how
4: short everybody's memory is. He didn't, RG3 didn't sacrifice his career for his team and go play in the playoffs with a tour. He up. came he, back
1: in with a, with a fucking thick ass knee brace on. He shouldn't have been playing. Yeah, yeah, you know he, what's yeah. funny though, Darnell? I remember
3: me and Whitlock were talking on Twitter and there was a lot of talk. Oh, he sees Kirk Cousins over there. He ain't coming out. There was a big controversy over that. Yeah, this is my point that it's, he's being, instead
4: of sitting on the sideline and rehabbing. They He played, and he tried to be tough, and it ruined his career. And he
1: would have got criticized either way. If he sits out, he he's, he's, soft, he's not sacrificing. And then he you goes no, If you watch happens.
3: that game again, because I remember they jumped out to a 14-0 lead on Seattle. They were at home. He gets banged up, and I remember thinking, I'd take him out. He he was hobbling, and he said, you know what? Is he being tough or selfish? Because there is a difference, right? Mm. But if you watch that game, I I – Look, I blame a lot of that on Shanahan because Shanahan's got to be the leader as a kid you're out. I care about the next 12 years of your career and your life. But I do think that the fact that Kirk Cousins played really well at the end of that year because he got banged up before, it did impact everyone's decision. I'm not making a judgment on it. And then once RG3 lost that athleticism, he never developed as a pure pocket passer. It was very evident by the next year he was not the same guy. That's all I'm saying.
1: And no, no, I I agree with you. I agree with you 100 percent I think you yeah, had the pressure of Kirk Cousins, you know, it playing playing well definitely was a fire underneath him. Like, hey, I I can't I can't risk it, especially you know, this young, this this is year one, right? In my in my career. So it's like yeah, I, I can't really I can't risk that at all. So uh just everybody needs
4: to remember that all of this is fleeting and the NFL means not for long. And yeah. uh, I I personally think I only got six years. And it was I was on IR three times, and it wasn't fun. And I had changed positions, and it really sucked at times. But I have my pension, and anybody wants to say that like my career is diminished because I didn't do something while I'm holding an NFL pension can suck my balls. <laughs> I, mean, that's just I feel about it. So, like Andrew Luck and his seven-year career, being that banged up, being the first pick—that's a hell of a career, bro. Congratulations. I don't yeah. look at this I, being a player for as long as I've been. I I don't look at any of these guys necessarily like. Can Kajana Carter? I, I think it would be super disrespectful to call him a bust. He tried so many times to come back from
3: injury, and it, he got hurt on a second carry in a preseason game in Detroit. He's one of like, the best running backs of the '90s. I thought he was going to be a perennial thousand-yard runner, and he got so, hurt in August of his rookie year. And I said, Ah, oh, there. And he was. And he, I I'm I'm with you. Uh Matt, he he's a guy like uh like Sam Bowie, everyone calls him a boss. Sam Bowie had like 50 knee or uh ankle and leg replacements. The guy had a 12-year NBA career. That is very that's, that's difficult to do. He just not a lot of guys play a dozen years in the NBA. Exactly. The other two
4: picks were just Elijah Wan and Jordan.
1: Well, <laughs> right, so I made it look worse, right? Right.
4: <laughs> but the, he played for 12 fucking years and lives the good life and like and it's no one walks up to Sam Bowie and they're like, "Fuck you, Sam, you suck." They only say that shit
3: behind him. Well, I think they say that in Portland a lot. <laughs> hey, is, is, is Kwame Brown a bust? Oh God, yes.
1: Yeah,
3: that's the- well, he played a dozen years though. Hey, Twelve years though, and he made a lot of money, he made over sixty million dollars. And, and look, here's the thing about Kwame: never developed an offensive game. He had hands like Edward hands, couldn't catch a cold butt naked in Antarctica, but he was a good post defender. <laughs> And he rebounded well. But again, from a number one pick, you you expect a little bit more. That's the thing. If he was a 20th pick, he'd be fine. But as the number right. one pick, the ex like Anthony Bennett's a bust. Well, Remember him? Anthony Bennett for yeah. the Cavaliers yeah. out of anyone else. That's a bust. If, he, if he might I have be the worst number
1: one Sam pick ever.
4: To agree with that, that Kwame is a bust, then Sam Boo is a bust.
3: Well, if that's the standard, I yeah. mean, that is,
4: always, if, if you're going to set that standard.
3: People. But, you know, most busts don't last 12 years in the league like people like let's go to this one tony Mandarich, the most monstrous offensive tackle prospect of my lifetime who was a little bit of a disappointment people forget after he flamed out in green bay real quickly he took a couple of years off he was actually on the starting offensive line for peyton manning in indianapolis that's true he actually came back and was a serviceable guard so,
4: oh, I, remember Robert Gallery and how good he was at Iowa? Yes, the Raiders up, picked him and then really, really, really played well at guard for like five or six years. So,
3: yeah, I mean, so how do you consider a bust? Because if, if you can stay in a league like that for over five years, you've had a career, you've had
1: a career, you have beaten the odds. It, it just feels like the high, like you said, the higher the, the expectations, then the, the more likely likelihood of you to potentially be a bust. Like you said, if you're number one overall pick, you're expecting this guy to be a, at least at their minimum, a starter, a serviceable, serviceable player for, for many years and potentially, you know, hopefully a pro bowler, all pro type guy. Uh, so if, if you ended up being a guy who doesn't play on the bench, you know what I'm saying? Continues to get traded and, and you're not reaching even close to that potential. I think that's, that's what's considered a bust. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, it's, it's like you guys, if you're a top five pick, top ten pick, we're not like we're expecting you to come here and make make immediate impact. And well, if you're not if you're not doing that, then to me it's like I'll tell know, you like,
3: who's a bust, Jamarcus Russell. We're yeah, talking Marcus about Russell. the number one pick in the draft who could not last five years.
1: In well, fact, I don't even think oh. any
3: teams wanted to give him a tryout, really, after the Raiders. He
1: was 300 pounds. Like he didn't even care. Like that's a true bust. I saw like, him at an Andre
3: Ward fight in uh, Oakland this had to be I think after second or third year he was so big I thought he was his own left tackle I have (laughs) never seen a quarterback with an ass that big he looked like Willie Rofe. and I was like what you don't give a damn you
4: just don't care and that that's really what makes a bust for me the guy who gets there and just doesn't give a shit Zion Um, Williamson now, okay. Before I get off, let me ask you this, guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think Zion Williamson? And I think both both of these statements are true. I think he's young and dumb and full of cum and has a lot of money. Okay. Well, that's not anymore. One, well, he's empty half out now, or thirds because he's got yeah. two of them. Yeah. well so, and then, but also number two, I think both of these bitches are predatory and really isolated him and. Shook, shook that ass and put them titties in his face, girl, and it's on. And he ain't going to say no. No one is. And then got his ass. Gotcha, bitch. Like, I don't know how many times I heard my coaches say, you better throw that condom in the toilet. You better tie that off and throw it down the toilet. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if these two were just rubbing it in and shit afterwards, you know, like Maude Lebowski and the fucking big Lebowski. It helps with conception. So, you know, like, I I I feel bad for Zion almost. I like, I'm kind of... Torn, like there's three ways to think. Like I'm mad at him a little bit. Like, dude, what the fuck are you ever gonna be what you think you are? And then I look at him and I feel sorry for him a little bit. Like, fuck, bro, like, you're about to just get butchered by these two bitches. And then I look at him and I'm like, he was fucking these two porn stars too, though. So I mean, what? This is like a, a dichotomy, a circle of just confusion. It's a lot going on. Well, now Mariah
3: has his name tattooed on her cheek, so that 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 is an act oh, of declaration she, she, of I ain't she. going anywhere.
1: <laughs> So dumb, dude. This cheat, not the other cheat. Make sure it's just for clarity, Her man. Face. Her
3: hey
1: Matt, hey, before you leave, I wanted to answer that question
0: because I and, and I want to say fuck you too, because I'm tired now from yelling.
4: Fuck you too. Love I'm you. out of
0: shape as fuck. So you know that. Um <laughs> i get you right. Now nah, I got like a I'm coming down with a sickness or something. God damn. So no
1: excuses, none of that shit. All right. Yeah,
0: hey, Matt. So, Matt, if you're coaching Zion, if you're a coach, you're coaching these kids, and your kid sees an idiot do something similar before him, so let's say, let's say, let's use this great name, Deshaun Watson. You've mm. seen Deshaun Watson go through this dumbass fucking self inflicted shit that he could have avoided by making better choices. And then you go do it. That is what years. makes the coach fucking irate. So, that is why I blame Zion. You've already seen idiots like these guys do this shit. Why can't you stay out the fucking way? That is the issue I have with Zion. Be smarter. Stay your fucking ass off of fucking Instagram. Have a team of guys that actually go out and get your pussy instead of you doing it. Like why do you, why, how smart do you have to be? I don't understand. That's the problem. Or how dumb.
4: Or how dumb they are both dumb but deshaun just hired bad okay let's be real deshaun just hired the wrong masseuses and then look i i don't you think zion has a pussy getting
1: team like not yet deshaun, but he will now playing. he will now well, Jay- he Lee. needed one <laughs> now, like moving forward Matt, i think he'll move that way but sometimes you gotta bump your head in order to learn Sometimes you gotta burn you gotta touch that stove to know it's hot Imagine. I mean, if no, my stove like those two, no. I'd be jumping on that bitch Asperger. Woo!
4: Burn me! <laughs>
0: hey, but, hey, but Big Smitty, guess who already burned their hand on the stove? Tiger Woods, Deshaun Watson, fucking how many others have we but, seen?
3: But, Jimmy, if, if that's the excuse, then nobody should ever make any mistakes oh. ever, though. Well, wait a minute, Coach. Coach, Deshaun was just doing, like, one-hour rentals. He wasn't in a relationship. He wasn't professing love. I I actually think Deshaun had the best long term plan. It's like, we I'm being serious. Him. Like, okay, your hour's over. We all had a happy ending. Uh huh. Bye. Well, I, they may have not been aboard with the plan. Look, and here's the thing with Deshaun compared to Zion Deshaun has been a Pro Bowl. He's actually done much more in his field of excellence than Zion has actually not even played 120 games. They did a, I saw a meme, Matt tweets from a Mar- Mariah Mills, Mills on Zion in the last week was like 150 games Zion has played in the NBA 114 I go wow that really crystallized everything for me
1: <laughs> I, mean, yeah, so- I think maybe he needs to get out of New Orleans Matt you you know you know what the problem is before you go I think what happened there I think Mariah Mills was eating Zion's ass and he fell in love and uh, that's why so JB you should be able to relate to understand what Zion is going through here right the I, don't mean, I, don't, I don't like
0: soft pussy shit. I don't do <laughs> soft pussy, weak minded shit. And then claiming,
4: "Oh, it's pussy and it's soft." He's like. Fuck this up, pussy. I want a concrete <laughs> pussy. I want my like game pussy. I want granite pussy. I want this pussy to be so hard. It's like sandpaper on my dick. Fucking I want pussy so hard. It's like it's like Robert De Niro on Goodfellas. Just hardcore fucking pussy. Pussy, yeah. Pussy, yeah, 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 motherfucker. What? I'm out. Peace.
3: <laughs> love you later. Get that was a drop of the mic.
1: <laughs> I love that that
3: was a drop the mic.
1: It was. Drop the mics hey no
0: because we're gonna use that as a mental crutch later steve and you know mental health is gonna be used when it's really mental weakness and you're using it as a crutch all right steve we got a lot of brass tacks to get to in the next few minutes before you get out of here yesterday we talked about our top 10 nba drafts of all time and uh I got to be honest. Can I just go right to 1970? And can you explain the greatness of this? even though 1970, I, was Sorry, I
3: wasn't even born. Give me a break. Uh, it's before our time, but you know the names in it. Yeah, no, I actually don't. But look, here's the thing. Right, so I'm
0: it's gonna it's tell the 84-85 you
3: to tell- draft.
0: Right, but I want you to tell Smitty the greatness of these names. Bob Lanier, Dave Cowens, Calvin Murphy, Tiny Archibald, Dan Issel, Rudy Tomjanovich, Pete
3: Maravich, that is a hell of a class. That's a draft, and I think almost every single guy except for one guy, Tom Tomjanovich, is a Hall of Famer. Yes. Bob I mean, Lanier was a Hall of Famer. Pistol Pete fans. Maravich was a couple time. generations ahead of his time. Everyone you I named a like uh, is a Hall of Famer. But, look, when it comes to NBA drafts, there's two that stand out, 84-85 and then 1996, the depth Thank of you. those drafts. Those are the two drafts. Yeah, the 0-3 draft, I'm not huge on the 0-3 draft with, with Dwayne
0: Wade and because those three teamed up and lost to Dallas Mavericks. Well, oh wait a
1: minute. That, okay, that's not that. That's, that's nothing to do that, with the great draft, reason. though, JB. like I, I don't see how you're connecting those dots. Like, LeBron is, a, is a great – Carmelo was great. D-Wade was great. Chris Bosch was really, really good to great. And we're not even talking about the, the good role players, Kyle Korver. Like, the 0-3 draft is still a top draft. Like, I, you can't you can't
3: – but 1984, when you have when you have, Olajuwon,
1: yeah, Jordan. You have
3: Barkley, you have Jordan. In fact, uh, NBA TV did a documentary on that draft in the 1996 draft, which is best known for having Kobe, Allen Iverson. Steve Nash. Those, those are the two drafts. And I think Steve Nash was a part of that draft. Yeah. Let me let
0: me use. If I broke it down this way, tell me how the '03 draft is so highly regarded. Let's just take the '84 draft. Let's take Michael Jordan, John Stockton, Barkley, Akeem, and then out of these other guys that were drafted: Otis Thorpe, Sam Perkins, Kevin Willis, Michael Cage, Kersey, and Alvin Robertson—all
3: solid players. In fact, Kersey. Alvin Robertson made about five All-Star games; was a multiple. NBA so, defensive player of the year. Very tough player. Otis Thorpe. Let's plug Otis Thorpe in there, who averaged 18 and 10, by the way.
0: Let's just throw Otis Thorpe in there with Jordan, Stockton, Barkley, and Akeem. That's a hell of a starting five. Let's go against the 03, 05. LeBron, Wade, Bosch, Carmelo, and
3: David West. Get the fuck. That's not even a close
2: second. Oh, right on I don't
3: mean, When you have yeah, what are you when talking about? You have, <laughs> come on. That's that's a pretty good starting five there.
0: Ah, uh, David West is going to guard who? All okay, right, but let's go Let's go to the 96 then. Let's go to 96. So if you go to 96, uh, man, well, let's go to Cody. 98, Steve. Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson, Mike Bibby, Rashard Lewis, very underrated shooter, Coutinho Mobley. 98. 98. Not bad. 09 draft. Steph Curry, James Harden, Blake Griffin, DeMar DeRozan, Jeff Teague, Darren Collison. Taj Gibson, Ty Lawson. Eh. That's pretty good. 99 draft. Sean Marion, Elton Brand, Manu Ginobili, Jason Terry, Andre Miller. Played 20 years. Lamar Odom, Andre Kirilenko, Baron Davis, Richard Hamilton, Corey Maggette, Ron Artest, Steve Francis, Wally Zerbiak, James Posey. Pretty good draft, 99. A A real
1: deep draft.
0: 87, Steve. You remember David Robinson, the Admiral, Reggie Miller, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, Kevin Mm -hmm. Johnson, Mm -hmm. Uh, You had Armand Gilliam, who we were just clowning the other day.
3: Derek McKee and Muggsy Bogues. uh, By the way, the worst NBA draft ever might have been 1986. That's the Len Bias draft. Brad Doherty was a good number one. But basically, the rest of that first round, a lot of disappointments. And I think uh, one of the other good players they had was a second-round pick by the name of Scott Skiles at a long NBA career. But, Coach, go to the 86 NBA draft, and you'll just wince at how bad it is across the board. Mm. Yeah, uh, and then '96: Kobe,
0: Ray Allen, Steve Nash, Allen Iverson, Peja, Marcus Camby, Marbury. Uh, that's a hell
3: of a draft. That is a, that's the second best draft ever, behind '84, '85.
0: Yeah, yeah, you even had Sharif abdul uh Ilgaskis, Jermaine
3: O'Neal, Eric Dampier, which was Ben really- Wallace was a free agent, I believe. Yeah, Ben that's Wallace my was a draft. free agent, and he was a defensive hammer. Won multiple awards. Ben Wallace, if you had him on your team, you were a better basketball team. I think he went to Fork Union, Virginia Fork Union, or one yeah, of those schools. Virginia, in-
0: yeah, a prep school, a powerhouse, had a lot of NFL guys, too. But uh,
3: he, he was a really good player. But the 84-85 draft, just across the board, had a lot of good players. By the way, Michael Cage in the
0: 84, along with Jerome Kersey, Michael Cage might have been the second greatest rebounder for his size behind Dennis Oh, Rodgers. I thought you were going to say the second best jerry curl
3: behind Ice Cube in the 80s. Okay, yeah, that too, though. No, that no, too. no, no. AC Green had the best jerry curl.
2: Yeah, yeah a lot of activator.
3: He had the soul gold glowing. But I, Michael Cage looked like Black Jesus at times. He really right. did. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Um uh, all right, now let's get into some NFL real quick. That's I want to I give you this. I just went with, I just did with Matt and I'll see, I'm sure you'll agree with him on the top dog, but let's not rank them yet. Let's just go. I'm going to go through them real fast. Like we did before and get everybody, the audience will get a second wind of this 89 hall of famers were five total Aikman, Barry Sanders, Derek yeah. Thomas, Dion, and Steve Atwater, 26 pro bowlers. And to this day, The 89 draft, the first four out of five picks are all Hall of Famers. There's never been anything close to it um, as far as the first five picks. 93, five Hall of Famers as well. uh, 36 Pro Bowlers. Willie Rove, Jerome Bettis, Michael Strahan, uh, Will Shields, John Lynch. Uh, Also in that draft, you had guys like Drew Bledsoe, Dana Stubblefield, and Troy Brown. 0-1. only had three Hall of Famers, but it's Ladanian Steve Hutchison, Richard Seymour. But there are probably going to be two or three more Hall of Famers because that draft also had Drew Brees, Reggie Wayne, and Steve Smith. So that was the 01. Uh, 04, argue with 83 as the best QB class ever. Eli, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. You also had Larry Fitzgerald, Vince Wolferk, Jared Allen, and Sean Taylor, the late great. Uh, that was the 04 96, you had Ogden, Marvin Harrison, Ray Lewis, Brian Dawkins, Terrell Owens, Zach Thomas, Mm. and you also had Eddie George, Simeon Rice, Keyshawn Johnson, Mm -hmm. Lawyer Malloy, and Teddy Bruschi. So that was 96, 33 Pro Bowlers in that class. But I want to ask you this, Steve, as an old-school guy that knows names, obviously it's before our time again, Two drafts stick out to me and I want to know where you would actually put these drafts comparable because in 68 before our time, you had Ron Yeri, Larry Zonka, Kenny Stabler, Art Shell, Charlie Sanders, Claude Humphrey. You had some guys that people probably don't even know, but that was a hell of a class. And then in 58. Seven, I believe, you had nine Hall of Famers, Paul Horning, Lynn Dawson, Jim Brown, Jim Parker, Tommy McDonald, Sonny Jurgensen, Don Maynard. I mean, that was a hell of a class, too. Um, But
3: let's just get to the last few. Coach, Let me point this out. There was this one draft that the Steelers had in the early 70s. I think they drafted like three or four Hall of Famers in one draft. I think it was like Lambert and they had Swan. That that may have been the one draft that stands out above the other, and then in 1996, Ozzie Newsome for the Baltimore Ravens, the greatest GM personnel guy in football history, at least in my time, or he's on the Mount Rushmore. His first two draft choices for the Ravens were Jonathan Ogden and Ray Lewis. I don't, I and so and there's another draft where I think the Bears in one draft had Butkus and uh gail sayer so they'll stand out but again when it comes to nfl drafts i always go back to 1983 and my first 96, personal... 96, 96 steve you had six hall of famers ogden marvin harrison yeah. Ray Lewis, Brian dawkins
0: to and zach thomas you know in
3: 83 look you had you obviously had the quarterbacks and people forget ken o'brien for the um for the jets i remember watching that as a kid and everyone thought they're going to take marino and pete rosell steps up and all the fans were getting excited. And New York Jet fans were talking about Marino. And he goes, um, they take a quarterback. And they like, ah, out of Cal Davis. And I go, Cal who? Davis. And it was Ken O'Brien, who, by the way, made Pro Bowls. He actually had a really good NFL career. Oh, yeah, number seven, the Jets. Great quarterback. And besides quarterback. Dickerson, another running back that went into that draft that had a great rookie year, Kurt Warner. Yeah. The black guy, not yeah. the white guy. I don't want to get the whole Mark May thing going again, coach. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt, Warner, like Kurt Warner, yeah, the, I think.
1: Yeah,
2: Kurt with
3: the <laughs> with the C, though, not a K. Kurt Warner out of Penn State had a really good career, even though he had a bad injury in 84. And then the last draft choice of that first round at a Texas A and I, not M, the Bobby Bethard special, Daryl Green, who can still run a four three at age sixty. But, I mean you had I think Jimbo Covert was a part of that draft. Jim Culvert, Jim Kelly, Bruce Matthews. Vernon uh, Maxwell. Uh, Ver, Bruce Matthews Jim, was one of the great yeah. offensive linemen. Vernon Maxwell was part of that draft. Jim Jeff Coat was a part of that draft. Henry Ellard. Henry Eller, our guy from Fresno, the Fresno Flyer, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Old Henry, Henry, we love you. You should be in the Hall of Fame. He was the Rams' second-round draft choice that year. So 83 to me really stands out. Hey Steve, Vernon Maxwell. People don't know. I don't know if you know. I put up, I posted it up. But my my
0: mentor and a legendary Vernon Day coach, uh, one of the all time winningest high school coaches in the country, uh, Lalo Mendoza passed away. That was my former boss's yeah. brother. That's uh, who I went to uh, see last weekend uh, as he passed away. Uh, he seventy seven years old. He coached Vernon Maxwell, Hardy yeah. Nickerson, Odese, uh that Ooh. went to SC. Uh, he had. He also had Andre Miller was his quarterback, the point guard that played twenty years in the NBA. Mm. Um, those guys were all at Verbum Day. Uh, What was his name? Uh, Greenwood, uh, UCLA.
3: Oh, David Greenwood, number one or number two pick behind Magic Johnson in 79, I believe, for Chicago. Marcus Johnson went
0: there. I mean, yeah, Verbum Day is unbelievable. Uh, But anyway, he coached Vernon Maxwell. Vernon Maxwell was the rookie
3: of the year in the NFL for the Colts that year, I believe. Right, and also, uh, I was hoping to talk about this with Matt, but another 83 draft choice was a guy by the name of Chris Hinton. It was a first-round draft choice out of Northwestern when they lost like a bunch of games. And Chris Hinton talked about in the 30-30, when he got drafted by Denver before this Elway trade, when he got off the plane, there was like a parade waiting for him. He said, wow, these people in Denver love me. I cannot wait to play here. And then a week later, he goes to Baltimore, and he says when he got there, it was the most depressing thing. He said, ah, shit. So, But Chris Hinton made like six Pro Bowls. And I think he made Pro Bowls at almost every position on the O-line. He played tackle, played a little guard. Don't think he played center, but that guy, everywhere he was, Chris Hinton was a high-quality lineman. So the the depth of the 83 draft is something, just the depth and the high quality of it really stands out. Let me ask you this draft
0: right here real quick before you get out of here. 81. Um, eight Hall of Famers in this draft. A lot of people don't talk about it, I don't know why, but Lawrence Taylor, Kenny Easley, Ronnie Ooh. Lott, Mike Singletary, Howie Long, Ricky Jackson, Russell. That's Green, a good one. And then you also had Hanford Dixon, Dennis Smith, Eric Wright, Dexter Manley was in that draft. 81 draft is a fucking pretty legit yeah. Lawrence
1: Taylor, Howie Long. You name it, some yeah, 81 draft is uh, NFL is tough, man, because there's so many, it's so many rounds obviously. So there, when you really Dive into the weeds. Of everything there's cats that you get drafted third, fourth, fifth round who may not be hall of famers, but had strong careers, long careers where they were multiple time Pro Bowlers. So it, it's really tough, you know, to really dive and choose which one is the best. You know, if you want to go with the draft that that's more have more star power, or go with the ones that has more depth, or it's kind of tough. At eighty one draft,
3: play. you have LT Ronnie Lott and Kenny Easley, a personal favorite of mine um if he didn't play in seattle and was on teams that actually went to the super bowl he would have been almost a no-brainer i remember his career got ended because of a kidney issue he got traded to the cardinals in 88 then he then he sued the seattle uh organization because they were having him pop pills left and right and his body was all broken up he was a guy that should have been the hall of fame a long before but that 81 tra- draft is pretty strong there coach but a lot of and, defensive uh, talent.
0: But is 89 doesn't 89 still stick out with Aikman, Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders, Derek? It
3: certainly does at the top end. I mean, I, I remember I, I collected cards as a kid, and these things are worth a lot of money, and I still have mine in mint condition. Um, and so I have all of the, the score 89. If you have these cards, you can buy like a new car. So Troy Aikman was one, and I think Mandarich was two. Yep, uh Barry, Barry. was three. They're and tough. then, and then I remember, um, Atwater. Yeah. Deion Sanders was funny. So they're at the draft and I think it was Andrea Kramer. They were at his house. And I don't know where he was. So number three was Detroit and they were going to take one of the Sanders. And so yeah. it was obvious that Dion wanted to stay South and he gave one of the great live quotes ever. Yeah. And I forgot who asked him. I think it may have been Andrea Kramer. She goes, well, Deion, I mean, I know you wanted to stay South and Atlanta was your choice. Um, were you afraid Detroit was going to draft you? And Dion had – he had looked like the Mr. T starter set had the yep. – he goes, no, I'm going to tell you right now. If Detroit if Detroit would have drafted me, I would have asked for so much, they would have had to put me on layaway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> man, I remember layaway. Wow, I did layaway at Chess King. I mean, uh, you buy like $180 worth of clothes. You put down 20 bucks. By the time you pay the 180 all the clothes of the Cavariches are out of style. Cardigan yep. sweater doesn't fit anymore. But I was like, you paid for it, but yeah, he actually said, I would have asked for so much, they would have had to put me on layaway <laughs>
1: legendary all time best draft quote to this day, in my opinion. Like, hey, that's,
0: I, that's, I just uh, talked to my buddies that coached there with him. He got he got he got out of surgery, and I think he posted it and all that. I think he had two blood clots, um, operated on, and, and hopefully his foot can be saved, but it <laughs> doesn't.
3: Promising, but that, Dion, that was, I love Dion's draft story. He went to the uh, combine. And he basically jumped out of his street clothes. He says, okay, he wasn't going to do it. He he goes, all right, I'll run a 40. Runs a 419 or something. And he just goes right back into his limbo. (laughs) He just drives off. He said, okay, you've seen enough. I've given you everything. Watch the tape, (laughs) son of a bitch. I'm good. 30 pounds heavier. Yeah, Dion. you know, the one thing about Dion that people don't understand, he could hit. He could be a physical guy. People don't realize how strong he was in the upper body. And and when he and had to him. lay the wood, he could knock people back. But again, if I have Secretariat, I'm not making you into a plow horse. Right. If I have Barry Bonds, I'm not asking you to bunt. And so my view is this, Dion: If you feel as though you could just shove a guy out of bounds or not to get as much contact, and as long as you keep shutting down that side of the field for seventy plays, do you? Right. Do, just do what you do. I'm good. But Dion was Dion's one of the five or. I'd say one of the five best football players I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I think Bo Jackson's there too, and it's crazy. Like, okay, know. is he a bust? I mean, we had that, uh,
2: see that? How yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: How many years did he play? Well, remember his rookie year was '87. He stood out '86. He played for the Raiders as a hobby in '87. He went all the way to the 1990 playoffs. He got injured in January of 91 at the Coliseum. I don't call him a bust. I call him a tragedy. Mm, I don't think people realize Lin-Bias how that. good he, he was Lin-Bias in both sports. Tragedy too. Who was that? You call Lynn bias a tragedy too. Yes. But again, a self-inflicted tragedy. I think it's a little bit different than getting injured on the field and then making a choice. To do something that you know can harm you. And again, I am not making a judgment on Len. A lot of people did cocaine in the 80s. It was incredibly prevalent. Uh, you know, maybe addict is too strong of a word, but I I've, I've read stuff and other people have said this that was not his first time. Now, does that make him an addict? It's not his first time. He's he did it before. Uh there's no way that was his
0: first time. Let me ask you this. Bo played, he got hurt in his fourth season yeah so is he a butt i mean i
3: mean it's hard to say the guy my
0: like what i've been saying my definition i would say he is but i still can he be two things can i say he's a
3: bus and the most talented running back of all time well i don't know i I still don't know if anyone's as much a talented runner as barry Sanders sanders or eric dickerson but You know, Bo Jackson had a game, his Heisman Trophy year in 85, where Tennessee just shut him down. And and I've watched this. I remember reading about it. The Tennessee players basically said, we hit Bo hard. He kind of capitulated. He quit. That was a big story was, was Bo Jackson tough enough? Now, I think he answered those questions. But for a guy to come out there and play a long grinding season of Major League Baseball, which is a grind, it's not necessarily a one-game thing, but it's that six-month season. I played baseball. It can grind you when you play day after day for six and a half months, and basically get two weeks to warm up with your pads on, mm. and then in the middle of October bust out seventy-five yards. These long runs is amazing. I've never seen anything like it. I- I've never seen another Bo Jackson.
0: I, I wish he would have played longer, but by my definition, he would be a bust. Eric Dickerson's the greatest running back to
1: me. All- <laughs> Yes. He's not a bus, man. He's not a mean, I, agree, or disagree. you four. Yeah, but if you get if you get injured on the job, I can't call you a bus, man. I don't know. To me, a bus means you went out on the field or or the court and you you were shitty. Like we we expect you to be great. I don't. And you I don't were agree opposite that. of that. That's I what agree, but, if I got hurt, I, I, it's a disappointment. I don't agree
0: that it has to be only shitty. I agree that you did not live up to the billing of your draft status. That is cool. what a bust is to me. Like, Bo Jackson didn't live up to the billing. He was he was a Heisman Trophy winner in 85. He was supposed to be the next best thing of all time, and he didn't live up to it. He got hurt. Zion Williamson is supposed to be the next LeBron James, correct? That's what everybody called him. Well, I don't know about
3: that. He didn't live uh, up
0: to
3: it. So, like, I, I don't know with zion he's only into you. his third year right, right. basically as hell look if he can drop 30 pounds which he may or may not want to do the key for him for him to have a good long career he better understand one thing with his style of playing his body he better have a 15 to 18 foot face-up game he's got to make that game easier because as he loses explosion and the twitch he's gonna to have to get easy baskets that's what carl malone did if you ever saw carl malone early in his career he was a guy that could play absolutely above the rim and can run like a greyhound. But what did he do? He evolved his game with the pick and pop. And he could spot up. He used to kill guys from 15 to 18 feet. It wasn't just a post game where he would drop, step, or jump, hook. Right. For Zion, with his size, and he's not that long, he's big, he better be able to create easy baskets where he's not just running into people and having to jump over them. And that's the one thing I had a question about. Does he have that really soft touch from that mid-range? Now, if he could ever master the mid-range and then people have to play up him, he will be able to blow past people with that good first step. But again, guess what that takes? That takes work. dedicated days and hours and months of work in the gym, which I'm not so sure he's putting in. Let's be honest about it. Yeah. There's no is Kajana Carter a bust? I mean, by your definition, yes. But I think it was highly unfortunate.
2: Like you because you.
3: you you're
0: thinking now, like, fuck, he really is because he didn't live up to what he was. I mean, that, that's what a bus is to me. I don't know.
1: So it, it's, it's it's pretty black and white for you. It's like, hey, you you either did or you didn't. Regardless of what the reasons were, no matter what happened, you either did or you didn't. If you didn't do it, you're a bus. So, I mean, I, I feel you. I just, I just think that I think the context matters in these situations. And I mean, the let, me, let me ask matters. you guys this question
0: big smitty steve is this not a result oriented business
3: there's no doubt it's the most results oriented business
0: but there there is context
2: how
3: how is
0: it not a bust if you don't earn the results that you were paid to do like no I'm i'm with
3: you but there is context were you just a guy that smoked your way out of the league snorted your way out of the league ate your way out of the, the league. Ball. It's still fall full up. And a piano hit you on top of the head like your wily coyote. I mean come on they're not all the same. That's
1: what no, because the thing, my problem with my problem with is that the term bus is, is like if you get called a bus, that's one of the worst things you can be called as an athlete, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that that that's like the lowest form of a of a of of, of of a term you could be called in my opinion. So my point is if I if I'm a guy like Bo Jackson, whatever, who who was balling, I was trending up. I was I was my first few years, I'm looking like the player that you guys expect me to be, and then I get this bad injury on the field. I can't put that in the same room as a guy like Jamarcus Russell, who just didn't care, who who blew up, came 350 pounds, didn't take the game serious. To put them in the same conversation just seems unfair. That's my only problem with it.
0: Here's the thing, though, Steven Smithy. is what I have. Like, all right, if a let's just ask this. I'm a parent. You guys aren't, but let me ask you. If my son or daughter or your son or daughter went out and robbed McDonald's and did some other shit, went to jail for life, right? what do you call him or her? Disowned. Okay, disowned is one thing, but why is he disowned? Why is he disowned?
2: well, he, he failed
3: to live up to I mean,
0: you know, My I just. Son is a disappointment to me, to the family. He's a failure. He, 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 he gave our name a bad name. That's a bus too, and it's from your own blood. So why What? What is different than this? Like I'm trying to figure this out. I, hey Spitty, I know you
3: don't have a kid and You're looking. You're thinking. I see you will spinning right now. But I know I asked some deep questions. Well, hey, coach, that's why when people say, well, I live with my all my kids the same, I said, that has to be a lie. Because I, I I gave this analogy one time. I said, let me just tell you something. If I had two sons or two kids, and one of them is a blue chip high school All-American, and I have all the great coaches like Nick Saban, of course Mario Cristobal, and, uh, you know, whoever, Chip Kelly saying, hey, we love your son. And my other son... Joins Antifa. I'll I'll be honest. I like the kid that's going to college for free that I don't have to pay for, instead of this guy that may b- burn down my house because I'm a capitalist. I'm sorry.
0: hold on.
1: says you treat them the same, you're crazy. You, you don't treat, you don't treat all your kids the same. But hold on, let me let me, let me be clear. Do you love them differently? on the internet. Kind of. yes. well, oh, I don't know, Steve. I feel, I feel like you love them the same, no, you, you, you like love them differently. love but you love one a little bit more than the other. It's that old
3: Jimmy Johnson story. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson once said, such wise words from the great four-star general, on. he says, I treat all my players fairly. That means differently. Reality is, yeah. if, if he once cut a backup linebacker, John Roper, because he fell asleep in a special teams meeting. And he just says to John, you're a little bit tired. Okay, well, you get all the rest you want. You're out of here. And the, and the cold thing was John Roper just had a child. He was keeping him up at night. But Jimmy didn't care, which is kind of the beauty of it. And they said, well, what if Troy Aikman or Michael Irvin fell asleep? And he said, well, with Troy or Michael, I, I would just come up with a cup of coffee. And I'd say, Psst, come on, guys. This is kind of important. Why? Because he loved them more. And why did he love them more? They were better players. He needed them more. There's that's something wild. you don't. No, no, but Darnell, it's something you don't admit publicly. It's something you think privately, though. Come on, this is human nature. It is, is human nature.
1: nature. I, I agree I'm, that you might like one more than the other, but the love word—that's the little difference. I don't. Hey, I don't have kids yet, so we'll see.
0: Hey, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest, Smitty. This is what people don't have. This—they don't have these honest conversations with people, and that's the problem. It, even though it's my blood. Do do blood not stab each other in the back? I've been stabbed by more of my blood than I have my fucking homeboy. So let me be honest. If my own blood can stab me in the back, then why the hell would I not call one of them a boss? He's a disappointment. She's a disappointment. My brother, my dad. Like, it happens every day, dog. Like, you know how many stories there are? Me hitting the lotto and my family stabbing me in the back to take that fucking money. You know how many of those stories are out there? Ronald?
3: I'm assuming you will have kids one day, and hopefully you have a happy, healthy family. Yes. But the kids that are high achievers, that give you no problems, that make you proud, have the A's on the report card. But the other ones that at two o'clock in the morning are like, "Oh, what the? F- Where am I bailing you out, you little? C- you you may say you love them. You may love them all. You're gonna love." Some of a little bit more. Come on, Darnell. Hey, hey and, you, then, and then. And you think every will? You think every all these million? Do you think every will? If you have four kids, everything's twenty
1: five percent twenty. No, 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 no.
3: There are certain kids you give forty because you know what you you are a little bit different.
1: But that's You're, not based on love. That's based on just like knowing your kids. Like, okay, this kid's not responsible. He's not going to do right with it. This one's more of a leader. Yeah, to those me. are the ones you like. The ones that you can trust are the ones you like. I, I just think it's ridiculous that
3: yes, parents love all their kids in theory. I, I think it's impossible. And again, I'm not a parent, but JB, do you think they love them all equally? No. Love, yeah. not like love, oh, JB. They're lying. They're lying if they say they do. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. Bullshit. It
2: ain't no, 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 no. Everything should be
3: conditional. It Everything, a- should be conditional. It Everything should be conditional.
0: Everything's conditional. I mean, how many parents are you seeing getting killed by their own kid right now? Fucking right, it's conditional. Got so- don't love me on this
1: show, hey Smitty? Be know
0: hey Smitty. There's two people in the world I trust. Me and the other motherfucker ain't you. Remember that shit.
1: <laughs> but look,
3: like, you, you know, Donald. I really believe this. Maybe, maybe you ought to be a uh, uh, an experiment. Sit down your kids one day when they're all like at an age where they can understand. Right. say, hey, okay, guys, hey, Darnell Jr., Darnell the 4th, Darnell the 5th. Be like George Foreman. Name them all Darnell, right? And say, all right, yeah. okay, all right, guys, I love you guys. But I'm going to tell you right now, you are all competing for my love because I will play favorites. I'm going to love you all. But I may not love you as much as the other guy. So this yeah. is a competition. I
2: mean, let, let, let's,
3: now, let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see what happens. Now, the guy's getting on the honor roll and making all-star teams, and cleaning their bed, and not talking back to mom, you're okay. As Jimmy Johnson would say, you're up here. Now, you guys getting called into the principal's office, and I'm getting a call at work, the thing you're getting a piece, of, you're down here. So, come Christmas time, um, certain gifts, certain stockings will be filled a little bit more than others, just so you know.
1: Leave it at that. Let's see what happens. But what if you hey, got hey. two kids and one of those kids is is busting their ass, but but their their best is only getting like all okay. Kinds no, of that's beans. different. If that's there's you nothing, know, Always tries to twist. No. <laughs> let me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You got two kids. One of them is smart. One of them is Steve Kim. He's smart as hell. He gets straight A's. He can remember everything. Other kid works just as hard. He's just not blessed with that same gift. Am I you know no. I'm, now, I'm actually with you. They're giving an
3: honest effort and they stay out of trouble. Yes. And they're generally good people. Look, I'm not that cutthroat. But I'm going to tell you another Jimmy Johnson story that I love about how discipline has to be doled out on a scale. This is one of my favorite stories. 1992, Michael Irvin was probably running a double shift at the White House. So everyone's on the plane. I know people on this plane. It's one of the funny stories. So they're going to Detroit and everyone's like, where's Michael? So Troy Aikman's panicking, going, "What the? where's my guy? And the clock is ticking and Jimmy's now getting pissed. He's like, where's Michael? So the clock is ticking. He's just about to be late. And all of a sudden, Michael comes screaming in. Like they could see his car and the clock struck. And Troy goes, Jimmy, Michael's here. But it was already a second late. And Jimmy goes, close the door. We're taking off. He's late. And Troy's like, oh, shit. So Michael Irvin said, I had to actually book my own commercial flight. That's the way it was back then. People were like, what are you doing here? So he gets to Detroit, gets to the team hotel, and Jimmy goes, Michael, I'm very disappointed in you. Uh, uh, one of my team leaders, I expect better from you. But you just hold on, but you are suspended. You are not going to start. And Jim Michael's like, what? So the first drive of the game comes. Kelvin Martin is outside with uh, Alvin Harper. Offense cannot work without Michael. Troy Aikman comes off, and he goes right to the phones. He goes, hey, Norv. Go, Norv what the f- or, i can't run half my get michael in. so everyone's cursing at north turner so north calls down to jimmy gets that jimmy 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 they're cussing me out they don't jimmy they won't say it to you i'm taking all the do you want to win or not so after so he goes jimmy goes okay hold on he goes michael you're in the suspension lasted three plays do you know why because Michael was one of the good kids. Well, not good kids, but he was one of the good players. So, again, so that's another lesson, Darnell. So, if you're high school parade All-American, that's not going to have you pay for his college education as he goes to the University of Miami. The only program, because we're going to be winning national titles by then. And Mario Cristobal is going to be in your living room. He misses curfew by a minute. You say, son, come on in. <laughs> we missed you. Now okay. the kid that's that that's that's going to juvenile hall. As soon as that curfew ends, you lock that door. You teach him a lesson. Yeah, you got to you gotta be the disciplinarian. That's that's the thing. That's it, Darnell. Do it like that. You'll probably get a divorce. You didn't get it from me though. Just try hey, it. Hey, hey.
2: Real <laughs> quick, you, though, I've done Thank very you.
0: similar things that that Jimmy did uh, without reading the book. I've done the exact same thing. <laughs> only had to take a bus instead of a plane. But let me let me tell you something though. Um, I got something to tell you though, real quick. To break this whole thing, discussion down. We are stranded in a fucking mountain with a bunch of wolves. And it's you and the kid that got arrested by at, at McDonald's and your straight A student. And you're out of food. Who you eating? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave I'm-
3: it at that. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Hey, Coach, be honest. Did you ever bend the rules for a really good player before again? Like, oh, God, I need him. Come on. Oh, be honest. No, no, this is what I
0: did. I did what happened just now. I used to say every player was treated differently, but the team was treated the same. So we had the same rules. If you're not on time, guess what? The whole team's runs for it. The whole team, I ran the whole team if Johnny was late, and they would be pissed. And I would make Johnny not run. He would actually watch. But I, I wouldn't, play him.
1: Shit. Oh, I wouldn't play him.
0: I wouldn't play him, though. So I didn't play the kid. So the team saw that and goes, oh, fuck. Well, he ain't playing. Somebody else gets to step up and his takes his time. So it worked out. It worked out. It straightened up dudes. But here's the deal. Every single kid needs to have a relationship built that's different than the other kid because Malik Henry is different, tra- treated different than fucking Raheem Boyd. I mean, it is what it is. But the team never, you can't bend on the team. I had a very similar situation. I had a receiver that was the best I've ever had, I've ever seen in my life. He was actually a Long Beach Poly kid. He don't show up to to the team bus. We get to the school we were playing, El Camino, Juco, and this motherfucker's there. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, coach, I live right around the corner. Why would I come all the way to Compton and then have to get on the bus to come all the way over here? I live right here. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, little smart-ass fuck. I don't care. You're supposed to come on the bus, right? So I don't start him. So – my whiteout coach comes over there, and 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 so we kept him out. I told my wideout coach, "Hey, we'll just keep his ass out a quarter because that was my rule. I couldn't bend the rule." So my wideout coach seems to, he starts to th- buy into my philosophy a little too much, and it's mm-hmm. like, "Listen, son, you do you just do what I do. Trust me, you can't do what I do. Just do what I say." So the wideout coach trying to play big Dick Willie and keep the motherfucker out. So on the second quarter starts, and I don't see him. So I'm looking around. I'm like, where the fuck is he? It's time to go. We're down 7 nothing, by the way. And I go over there. I go, where's he at? And he goes, I, I, I agree. Well, let's keep him out. And I go, well, first of all, your agreement don't mean shit to me. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. So I go, let me ask you something. Is Cyrus better than everyone on the field right now? And he goes, yes. And I go, well, here's the deal. Sounds like a you problem at this point. I already did my job, suspended him a quarter. He's the best player. Put his fucking ass in. The first play we put him in, we're down 14 nothing. It was the worst slant throw I've ever seen. It was at his shoelaces. I'm telling you right now, this is the best receiver I've ever seen in my life. He should have He should have been a first-rounder. And I can tell you his name, and you all can Google him, and you'll be like, damn. Uh, and I'll tell you another story. He, uh, The ball was so low, Steve. I've never seen anything like it in my life. The ball was so low, he would have had to dive to catch it. What he did was he fucking went bent down and flicked the ball up in the air and Mm. caught it with his left hand so he didn't break stride and ran 90 yards for a touchdown. And I never seen that like it. So he didn't want to go down and get it. He fucking went down with his arm, tipped the ball up to himself, caught it with his left hand and took off. And that was the first play he was in. And I looked at the receiver coach and I go, fucking you problem. I already suspended him a quarter. He'd learned his lesson. And by the way, he never learned his lesson, and that is—I already knew that because he was a shitbird. But he was the best shitbird you could ever have. And by the way, Phil Fulmer flies into the Compton Airport private, and he's like I'm coming to pick him up along with my running back. And this motherfucker's not there. I go, "What are you? Where you at?" Like coach, I ain't, I ain't going to, I ain't going to fucking Tennessee. I don't even know where that is. I'm from Long Beach. I'm from insane crib. I don't go nowhere. And this motherfucker turned down Florida, Florida State, Miami, Tennessee. He would not go anywhere. Motherfucker never played college down after JUCO. And I'm just saying I mean. right now, if you want to look it up, we call him Cyrus the Virus. I'll tell you his name later. But that motherfucker was unbelievable. Um went to poly and I'm just telling you right now, you can ask D Jack, you can ask Winston justice. You can ask any of those guys. He was the best player you've ever seen in your life.
2: Ah,
3: so you had the hard rules. Well, what about that, coach JB stern disciplinarian? Yeah. He,
0: yeah. He, uh, I had to do it. I had to do it. You gotta do it. You can't break, or you break, though, you lose your integrity locker room right away. You're gonna be done. Cause everyone and their mama, even the shitty player, is now gonna try to take advantage and say, Well, you did he, he could do it. Why can't I? That's the Mark. issue. And I learned from Bill Parcells listening to Bill speak one day. Uh he said, You treat everyone the same and you're gonna lose games because your best player is always the shit bird. And mm. If you don't, if you allow your, if you discipline your best guy, everyone else will fall in line. Bill Parcells used to discipline T.O. when he first took the Cowboy job. Oh, I remember that. He he disciplined him, and everyone was up in arms. And he was like, "No, this guy ain't gonna fucking do what he does." And that kind of put that team in check, even though that team wasn't as uber talented
3: as the ones that won um, that T.O. team. But he, put I remember him in- T.O. rode a bike. He was made to ride a bike because he was out. And the T.O. came out the next thing in a cycling outfit. <laughs> Ourself looks like, what's this asshole doing? <laughs> I know, and then push-ups on the
0: street and uh, all. <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, yes. Uh, they already picked his name. His name was Andre Cyrus. Um, yes, indeed. Um, hey, uh, man, Steve, I appreciate you. We got to do it again. We got to, we got to have some more. Uh, I'm gonna do that last chance you thing. We started the show off with it when I was when I choked the fuck out of Coach Sim. Um <laughs> We gotta watch it. We gotta watch Steve got to see how they were fucking me. And uh I'm gonna do a whole series on this shit, Steve. Oh,
3: I can't wait. That is gonna that's gonna be must see. Are
0: it's you on Whitlock? Yeah.
3: TV. Are you on Whitlock? Uh no, Whitlock's taking a two-week break, so I get a two-week break, and so you know, we get a little hiatus. Okay. I'll be doing my we, we we filmed three knockdown rule yesterday, that'll be out tomorrow on YouTube and UFC fight pass today. Had Antonio Tarver, the magic man, best known mm. for beating Roy Jones, he was a great guy. So We'll be doing all that stuff, and uh, I'll be keeping in touch with you guys. No doubt. No, hey, Steve, I, Steve, I'll leave you with this, Steve. What's that?
2: You motherfucker's better to be ready to play. Ah,
3: but that's okay. Hey,
2: that motherfucker said he, I can't.
3: Hey, you know. Three, I would have rather had you, and I mean this. That's what Larry Coker needed. See, Larry Coker was – I hate when – you know what? Another thing, guys. If I ever hear a coach – hey, what's, what, what do you like about this coach? And it's like going on a blind date. If they say, well, he's a nice guy. Eh, not, not happening. That's a good personality. She's nice. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, we'll hook
0: up soon. I'll see you Thursday, maybe. All right, Darnell. All right, right. right, Big Spinny got to take a piss. We've already gone long. Great show. I love Matt to death. Me and Matt are already texting. It ain't, we don't even, we didn't say nothing to each other, by the way. So contrary to all your beliefs,
1: that is how we talk. That is what we do. Oh, think- man, right here. It's the JB show with Big Smitty. Like, we used yeah. to that type of environment in the locker room. Y'all were scared in the chat. Yeah. Jaden was scared, did. you know, okay. in the chat. That'll be on
0: tomorrow. So, yep. shut the fuck up. Everybody gets so buttered. Oh, my God, you're yelling at each other. Motherfucker. Me and Matt are literally laughing right now on text. You want to see? Let me show
1: you. So, I want grown to show you. Man. I might cut JB out tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know dog that rocked come on now fire that's what we do man it's the really show on the internet really show on tv sponsors if you want you want to be a part of this bring your hey, bag hey, bring your hey, money hey, hey Jada, remember this hey big city you remember this oh i remember that that's the old school yeah you didn't remember that you weren't even born yet i remember that yeah because two was the back the background dance i remember that yeah come on man
0: I had to get a little primitive. I had to get back to coaching on that one with Matt, dog. Like, hey, hey. I,
1: saw, hey, I saw you like you went to another fucking like it was another JB right there. Your face got red. I said, okay. Hey, look, look, there, here's the thing. Be, be, I know you got to piss. Here's the thing. Matt suffered from addiction and has
0: been sober for a long time. So I know that it hits a nerve. But All at right. the same time, I was raised in the game. I was raised by the motherfucking number one dope dude in America. I've seen a lot of cats get killed and die over the dope game. So right. it hit both of us. It hits a nerve, but the right. thing is, it's different because I'm not going to use it as a crutch and an excuse. Matt's not using an excuse either, but yeah. I'm not going to give these players a pass right. because they did it. And I avoid. I could a, a guy like me could avoid the shit and live in a car with the number one dope dealer in the United States history and survive it. Like nah. Right. right.
1: And, like, and, and, and i think two things can be true like y- your perspective is very true and it matters and you shouldn't give a pass but then also on, on matt's side he's not giving a pass either but he can also be understanding of how someone could be addicted so i think both things are true and that's why I, again this is the realest show and you're going to get different perspectives we're not going to always agree on everything but we're going to always show respect to each other and and, we, and, and that's what it is <laughs> and matt
0: and steve got into it i loved it i like
1: Hey, Steve usually be, you know, he, Steve's usually
0: don't have to take no strays on Whitlock. He's taking strays. He's like, damn.
1: Bow, 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 bow. Uh, All types of shit going on.
0: And pound the like button, hit the subscribe button, become a member today if you're not one. Go get you some merch, coachjbstore.com. Yes, and yes. Uh,
1: join the Discord. We had like 10 new members yeah, on Discord like, today.
0: New members, man. 10 new members uh, yesterday. Join the Discord. I don't know how many fake weirdo fucks we're going to have in there, but let's get some guys in the Discord. It's great to have a chat in there. Top it up. uh, We're playing exclusive videos in there. Work work, move Wednesday tomorrow. Stimiti. Get
1: your uh, mom right. Get your mom right, JB. I'm baby, ready to come to work.
0: This show, man. So we didn't get me and you didn't even really get to. We got we. I, I guess we had a first hour by ourselves.
1: But. First hour was cool, man. We we yeah. dove into, into your beef with Coach Sims and why you beat his ass. And, and yeah, yeah. We, we, we talked. To
0: we got B- a lot of shit to show. We still got a lot of talk uh, to show. Eric, yeah. I don't know if you could. The link is in here or not. I don't know if it is. Uh, but. The link, I don't, we got to get the Discord link. It's in the YouTube uh, channel. It's on the YouTube channel, the Discord link. So go check it out. Uh, and I wanted to, Smitty, we got to talk about the NFL running back position because what I said last week that you and I talked about, and I said I the running know. back position is going to become obsolete, and everyone thought I was crazy.
1: It's literally the worst position to play in the NFL right now. It literally sucks. That's from Melvin Gordon, y'all. Former
2: hey, so holder. we're going to dive into that
1: tomorrow.
0: And, uh, Hey, what do I know? I guess I don't know shit. Hey, real show on the internet. Smitty, all love. Appreciate you. And uh, appreciate, I know you guys are falling in love with Smitty. I can't be happier, man. Great, great dude right here. And he's doing a hell of a job. And I appreciate him. And I appreciate everybody, Matt, Steve, everybody. And uh, it is what it is until tomorrow. Work Boot Wednesday. Strap on your hard hat and your work boots. We're about to get it cracking.
1: Appreciate Discord. everybody. I'm in the Discord, y'all. Peace. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The Coach JB
0: Show with my main man, Darnell Smith, a.k.a. Big Smitty. I'm
1: going to bring some light to the darkness, man. I'm going to light it up in this mug, man. So I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be fire and ice. Uh... Even though you got you bring that heat as well, you might
2: be
0: that ice that cooled me down a little bit. Played at Ball State. You've been at Fox Sports with great people around you. You've had Lil Wayne on your show.
1: I respect,
0: I respect the hell out of you to see that you're doing what you're doing still doing what you're doing for real, the way you do it, man. You I from day one
1: you had the same enthusiasm. You keep the same enthusiasm and it's fucking contagious.
0: We're about to give them this uh this fire and ice. The Coach AB show with Big Smitty.